0: Hi, this is Michelle Specht. I play Dr. Elise McKenna on Star Trek Continues. Oh my God, I'm totally fangirling right now because I just met Dan Davidson and Bill Smith of the Trek Geeks podcast. Oh my gosh, they are amazing.
1: You get a wee bit of echo laddie.
2: a little
3: bit of echo because I got a new house. that doesn't have any furniture or decorations in it. That's uh, <laughs> okay. Hey, whatever works, right? But It's a, it's a new studio. It's 400 meg of download speed. So I ain't complaining, yo. You're crystal, your crystal clear, by the way. <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. It's great. Cause you know, we got the, all the wiring for network throughout the house. So we got it all set up, uh, like two hours after we closed last week and the guy came in and I said, uh, we're going to have to have the modem downstairs. And he's like, Nope, I'll take care of everything. And it's up. Awesome. That's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, great. So yeah, we've been just nonstop doing stuff since, uh, since Friday.
1: <laughs> well, congratulations and Thanks. welcome home, by the way.
3: Thanks man. It's good to be home. Merrimack, New Hampshire. It's lovely.
1: So now both Trek geeks are in the same city.
3: I don't know if I'd call it a city, but...
1: Or town, whatever.
3: Town, town. village. For now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I, finally get down, now. I finally get down here, and then you're going to leave. <laughs> not right away. No, well, I'll talk you into staying. No, you won't. No, I won't. I will not at all. <laughs>
1: it's not even remotely. Okay. Well, that's I all would, right. I'm going to take a screenshot of this. Hold on. Let's see how that came out. All right. This is riveting podcast.
3: Yeah, it is. Uh, Everybody listening, I'm glad you're listening because I don't know if I would be.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We look like tools. Oh, my God. I'm going to post that
3: later. All right. Excellent. I like it. Nice. Um, piece of the action. Piece
1: of the action. So as we record this, Mm. it is Tuesday, July 30. I'm sorry, Monday, July 30.
3: Monday, July 30.
1: And in just over a day, we're headed to Star Trek Las Vegas, baby.
3: And people are starting to get there now, and they're posting and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you know, I'm so glad to be moving into a new house, but I really, really would like to get out there. (laughs) Because it's it's STLV, man. Is
1: this this the definition of FOMO?
0: (laughs) I I don't know.
1: (laughs) Is this fear of missing out? It almost kind of is, I think.
3: Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I mean, it's just, you know, it's it's just seeing everybody. It's just so excited to see everybody that we haven't seen in a year. I know.
1: That's totally mind-blowing to me.
3: Yeah, it is. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Of course, I have to deal with you for five days, but
1: whatever. Well, so now you have to... Get off that plane in Vegas and we gotta hop in a cab as soon as we get the bags, oh. get over to the Rio, so you can actually get your photo up with Cole Media at eleven AM. <laughs> I don't
3: I I would like to um just um punch creation in the face for doing something like that. <laughs> hey, creation, boom, that's it. Boom! Boom. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, I know I understand he's probably got a busy schedule and everything like that, but having him like first thing in the morning the, the day that most people arrive and the day the convention actually opens is we're gonna be we're gonna be scrambling and you know how I'm gonna be? I'm gonna warn you right now, because you know what I'm like. <laughs> people
1: can't see me, but I just sat back in my chair and did a heavy sigh. I just I do know, which is why I'm like, I'm gonna stay with the bags. You go, you get in the con, you get in line to get your photo, and then we'll sync up afterwards. Yeah, I'll, I'll take care of everything while you go get your photo done.
3: All right. That works, man. You're the best.
1: What choice do I have?
3: I don't know. And so, of course, <laughs> now, because you know me, I, I don't even know why I'm like this, but I'm like this. So, I'm in my closet now. Um, everything's packed, by the way. Everything's packed. But I had a couple of extra shirts that I didn't pack. So I'm like, okay, which one can I change into so I can get it with the picture with Calm? <laughs> so, so I'm going with my blue Trek geeks. No, just the just the Delta. That's the one I'm going to take with him.
1: Nice. Yeah.
3: Well, with my think- Deep Space Nine 25th anniversary pin on the other side. Oh, I like that. <laughs> See, huh? Thinking, always thinking. Well, always is a bit of a stretch, but okay. well, I'm always thinking, but it may not be making any sense.
1: Well, that's pretty true all yeah. the time.
3: So another boring story for all of our listeners, which I thought I'd like to share with you here on the on the outtakes. Can't wait. We had Invisible Fence installed today. So we already have that in. And
1: so does this mean you can't leave your yard?
3: <laughs> <laughs> we took the dogs out. And of course, unfortunately, we have to give them a correction so they know where the things where the where the flags are and everything yeah. like that. So Aria is a drama queen. She had got hers and she was like blah, blah,
0: blah, and
3: she was just like freaking out. Aria got hers and she was fine, but you know she just yelped once and it was okay. But then later on, when we were walking around the other side of the house, she got her leg tangled in the leash because we have them leashed still. Oh, and she was freaking out. She won't go outside now.
1: <laughs> well, I give it time.
3: <laughs> yeah, she's gonna have to go to the bathroom sometime.
1: <laughs> well, and so are you. So. I'm going to the bathroom
3: right now. So
1: that's really more than we needed to know. <laughs> That's uh I don't know what to do with this information.
3: I'm a businessman, Bally. <laughs> <Sorry.
1: laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I uh I I have no words. I mm. really don't. Are you uh are you remotely ready to do this? I'm
3: ready to do this and I just remembered I have to get up at 5:30 tomorrow because I forgot to do early bird. <laughs>
1: I I told you to do Early Bird.
3: I forgot. I looked at my reservation today, and I'm like, hey, hon, uh, I forgot to do Early Bird. Did you look
1: online? Yeah. Look at your original email, because it doesn't show mine online either, and I did pay for Early Bird, and I confirmed that today.
3: Okay. I will do that after we record, because recording is more important.
1: And knowing is half the battle. Mm -hmm. I can't remember who said that. He's a very wise and sage observer of our times. Sheldon Cooper? Uh, G.I. Joe, actually.
3: Oh, oh, all right. Good, good. Here we go.
1: <laughs> hey, boys. Bing bong.
3: I dealt with you for a whole week. I really don't need to enter your guff.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say you dealt with me as much as you endured me.
3: <laughs>
1: Wait, that didn't sound good. That didn't sound good at
3: all. If You want to you reel that in?
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say you endured me as much as you tolerated. No, this gets worse. It doesn't. It's it just, just be the quiet. The first rule of being in a hole is to stop digging.
3: Okay, I think this week, Trek Geeks is brought to you exclusively by Dan Davidson. You just go home. Uh, thank God.
1: Well, it's a good thing. Brian's here, right, Brian? I'm yeah. here,
3: guys. <laughs> wow. Wow. A, a guest for the outtake.
1: At some point, you are going to regret this decision magnificently.
4: <laughs> I did 10 minutes before I got on the show. Wow. Oh, he's going to fit in just great here. Wow. Oh, it's for
1: his first and last ever appearance on the Trek Geeks podcast, <laughs> Brian Wilkins, everybody.
4: Your face.
2: Yeah. I said
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. we got to, We got two geeks and Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, part-time geek.
3: Part-time geek. Hey, any geek is a good geek, whether it's part-time true. or not. True.
1: Hey, so I, I mean, I have to ask you this because I mean, this probably will not come up in the course of the show, but we've never really talked about how your fandom started.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, when did you become a fan? What was it that brought you in? What kept you going?
4: So it's funny. I just had to. Um, I did a uh, an, an email interview a couple of weeks ago. And I kind of had to think about this. And uh, growing up, I really, to be honest with you guys, I wasn't that big of a Star Trek fan. I saw episodes of TNG here and there, and I'd watch a couple episodes. I was a sci-fi fan, yeah. but I was more of a Star Wars fan growing up. And I think <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. You asked for you asked for the truth. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow, I, Dan, that was th- that was like DefCon one. Don't do that. Sorry. <laughs> And I think as I got a little bit older, Star Trek was something that kind of grew. It really grew on me. It was, um, a few of my friends were into it. They said, here, check it up, check out a couple of these episodes. And, uh, they had pulled out a couple of, you know, the TOS episodes, a couple of the TNG episodes. And I started to realize that this show is, or, you know, these films and these television shows are, So much more than just a little bit of entertainment. You learn a little bit about yourself. You learn a little bit about the people around you, the people that are important to you, the things that are important to you. And uh, not to get too serious, but it was one of those things that really stuck with me. Some of those episodes stuck with me. It made me more and more and more interested. And um, here we are, I don't know, almost 20 years later, and I'm running a Star Trek news website for going on, where we starting? 2011, so seven years. Nice. So, did you just wake up one day and decide I'm going to start a Star Trek news website? Or I had um, I'd contributed to a couple other of the of the Trek websites, and uh, and really enjoyed being a contributor. Um, photography was something that 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 I'm really into. Design photography that's what I do as my my day job. Um, and after contributing for a while, I thought, you know what? There's there's elements of this that I think that we could we could do. I don't, I'm apprehensive to say better. Uh, there's elements of this that I think we could take our own perspective on and contribute and have a different voice on some of these things and the way that we cover these things, uh, whether it's the conventions or the news or the movies or reviews of the television shows or or any of this stuff. Um, so that was really the impetus for it. And just wanting to be part of that, uh, that, that Star Trek, you know, that subculture. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and I don't know if it, it was similar for you guys, where you just kind of want to be, you wanted to be part of it. And it was something that I wanted to be part of. And I'm, you know, I'm not i I'm not a writer. I'm not a, uh, I mean, a, like a, a television writer. I'm not an actor. So it wasn't like I was going to eventually be on a Star Trek television series. So how could I, how could I be part of this? And this was kind of my angle to, to be part of it and kind of live within, you know, this, this world of Star Trek.
1: That's really interesting. You should uh, we should tell Cricorian about uh, about you and have him dig in on your fandom and Trek profiles, which is uh, become it quickly become one of my favorite podcasts and when he hears this his brain's going to melt down. So um, because it does every time I say it.
4: So I've heard I, a ton of good Oh sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say so what
3: I heard about all that that great explanation is yeah, there wasn't crap to talk about with Star Wars, so I just figured I'd go with something else. Jerk. <laughs>
4: As as much as I as I loved Star Wars growing up, I didn't I didn't have that same connection as I have with Star Trek now. Yeah, um, didn't it didn't hit me so deeply as Star Trek did, and it's something that builds year after year after year. It's not like oh, when I was 22, I was so much more of a Star Trek fan. At 38 years old now, I'm more of a Star Trek fan than I was in my mid 20s when I first Mm -hmm. started watching it. So nice. It's um, Um,
3: I do have one news uh, breaking piece of news that I want to share with you since you're sharing this story. Okay. I would love hand to hear fire, it. Hand fired first.
4: <laughs> he did. No doubt. He, no doubt. He about did. it. We uh, can uh, all, uh, all yes. agree. About
3: that. No, no.
1: Yes. Like Dad, I bet George you Lewis. have. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: wow. Thanks for that. Insightful commentary, Dan. My pleasure. Uh, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. That, that's why you're here. That? No. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, well, I've made a serious <laughs> error somewhere along the way. <laughs>
3: Well, it is supposed to be the outtake. There has to be some kind of drivel in it. This is an awesome conversation we're having with Brian. I had to mix it up a little bit. Well, right?
1: it's it's so rare that I get to talk to somebody insightful and intelligent <laughs> on this podcast. So I thought I'd avail myself of the opportunity. <laughs> I
4: just fake it the whole way through. That's so. <laughs> so all. Yeah. yeah, I do.
1: Yep. I do. Yeah, Dan actually doesn't listen to this podcast. It's amazing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> do you guys listen to the shows after? Yes. Yes. Okay. Ab- all right. Absolutely. Because I, I, I've talked to some other podcasters, and uh, they they won't listen to their shows other than you know the editing, the minor editing yeah. that they'll do after the show. So
1: I do for for quality reasons because I want to be sure that I didn't do something really bad. And you figure three mm. and a half years in, I should have this down by now, and uh-huh. I probably do. But it's that comfort level of saying, all right, yep, that sounded good. You mm. know, I didn't make any obvious mistakes. Um, it, I don't listen to it to be entertained by myself. I I listen to it for as educational purpose.
4: Right. Dan listens to it to be entertained by himself.
3: Absolutely. I I listen. Yeah. I entertain myself while I'm listening to it actually. So it's, (laughs) it's pretty, it's pretty nice. Um, Actually, to be honest, I, and I think a lot of people are this way. I hate the sound of my voice on microphone and I'm sure Bill does too. That's uh, I mean, I just walked into that one, like couldn't even believe, but, <laughs> Just a break, bang,
2: yeah, uh, garden rig. But, but yeah, it's
3: it's it's something that I've never really liked. But yeah, uh, usually driving to work or driving back home from work, I'll uh, I'll listen to it when we're not commuting
4: together. Yeah. yeah. So, how many days a week do you guys commute together? Too I many. love the videos, by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> um somewhere usually
1: between three and five. Nice, yeah. nice.
4: that's It's awesome. It's
1: pretty cool. But, uh- yeah, because, you know, schedules or appointments mm-hmm. or whatever. When you were building the house, there were times where you had to be back earlier or later or, yeah. or come in later. And it just it works out that way. Or sometimes if traffic really sucks on Route 3, it's, hey, leave without me. Right.
3: Right. right. Yeah.
1: Yep. But now that you live seven minutes away, like around the corner, literally. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Yep. Wow. There'll be less of that. I know.
3: <laughs> God, what have I done? Thank yeah, you for you the p- comment about the uh, lip sync. I, I, I got to tell you, I'm going to break it right here, guys. I've decided I know what I'm going to do for the next time that Bill is not around and I have to go solo and Let's it's not it. going to be music. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't
1: that kind of defeat <laughs> the purpose of a lip sync? Nope. I'm just throwing it out
3: there. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: Yes. Um,
1: now, of course, I, I will say that the last time you weren't there, my wife actually did a killer job with "I Just Had Sex" by The Lonely Island.
4: She did an excellent job.
1: She was she immersed herself and really just killed it. Yeah, killed she it.
4: was going for it. She was definitely going for it. Yeah,
1: has she? So maybe Dan, someday you could aspire to that
3: level. I, I have ideas of the of what I'm going to do. I, I might be in uniform <laughs> or in in character. We'll we'll find out. What? La 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 la. la, la well, with that.
1: uh are you gentlemen uh, ready to begin? You got
3: it. Let's, Let's
4: do this do thing.
1: Wow, that's usually my line. Way to go, Wilkins! <laughs> <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> don't cry, Dan. It's okay. I'm sorry. Hi, hi. Don't cry.
3: All right, I won't cry. This is this is murderous. Your face right. is murderous. Uh, that's that started off with a bang. Walked right into that one. Thank you. Yep. You sure did. Uh, I would walk just right into it if I could walk. Walking is overrated. Uh, I, any movement is overrated at this point because I can't do it. I'm getting old, sir, because I did it tying my shoes. <laughs> I um
1: Okay. I got nothing. No.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And remember about, oh, God, what was it, a month and a half ago when I hurt my back at work? Yeah. It's about 10 times worse than that. <laughs> it's it's not great.
1: Well, that really sucks, buddy. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh,
3: it's all right. But, I'm, I, but it's good because now I can sit in this chair and not move and record an episode of Trek Geeks with my best bud. Until so, you start laughing and hurt your back. <laughs> so let me know when he gets here.
1: Oh, that's stone cold. Stone
3: cold, yo
1: that's a yeah try not to get too loud because your echo just goes out of the way
3: it did. I, I, I heard that i was like oh boy
1: i should have told you to put a pillow behind your microphone i can no what? no don't don't it's
3: over there it only took me oh. about a half hour yeah that's
1: that's why <laughs> it only took me about a half an hour oh,
3: oh well what can you do the thing that sucks is i was going to do a bunch of stuff around the house today and i can't do anything
1: well, this seems really convenient
3: honey
1: <laughs> i can't on oh, my back wow oh.
3: Wow, really? Oh, I'm
1: sorry, because you, you give me that drink. Oh, I didn't think
3: of that. Put extra tequila in it. Oh, a good idea. that's a good <laughs> idea.
1: <laughs> it sounds like you're going to be sofa bound and having a marathon of um, something, something, probably Deep Space Nine. The only downfall is you can't iron your underwear today. I know you're, I'll look at you on the camera. You just, you don't know what to do. You're beside yourself.
3: <laughs> okay. I, I, I can't even argue with you.
1: It's because if you do, it's going to put you in too much pain.
3: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Speaking of pain. Yes. So this morning at, oh, I don't know, it was like quarter to six, the dogs were jumping around. So obviously they had to go out. So I started to try to get up and I just couldn't. So Sue did. And I'm laying in bed and I'm not hearing anything and I'm waiting for her to come back. And I'm like, what is taking so long? And then they come in, all three, Sue and the dogs come in. Callie jumps up on the bed and is just like a basket case. Evidently she got down the hill in the backyard where the invisible fence border is. Yeah. And got trapped down there. Cause she couldn't get back up the slope because of the rocks getting zapped the whole time. And she finally figured out to run a certain direction where there weren't the rocks and she ran up, but she probably got zapped for like 15 seconds. <laughs> Oh my God! Poor thing. But now she yeah. won't go down there again. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and I, didn't, I didn't hear any of it.
1: <laughs> it. Can we put the collar on you and have you get zapped?
3: Absolutely. Because um, I would be all for that sh- uh, I, crap. I was a very nice save there. Actually, our, our good pal Scott from. Uh, where we work mentioned that that did that. He did that once he didn't think the collar was working. So he tested it on himself, which was pretty stupid, but it was working. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. Well, you usually don't <clears throat> have anything to,
1: I don't think that taking pot shots at me is the way to go here. Gimpy Mc- McGimperson. <laughs> right, I can't. I so am I to assume that um, you're probably going to go to the chiropractor tomorrow morning? That's you my guess. I don't know. Uh, let me let me give you some sage advice. Mm. Go to the chiropractor tomorrow morning. Just go in. It, uh, I'd, I'd send him an IM tonight that yeah. says, uh, hey, I threw my back out. If you don't mind, uh, I'd like to come see you first thing in the morning. And uh, 99 times out of 100, he'll say yes.
3: Okay, I'll do that as soon as we're done. I'll actually send him a note. When we're done recording,
1: yeah, and i totally hit him up on Messenger because he's yeah, that's what he's he responded did. to me before. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. <clears throat> and we'll drive separately tomorrow. Okay, all right. Which will make Route Three very sad, but it will make Dan very happy. Oh,
3: okay. I think I did it again. Spotify. I don't. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't doing any. <laughs> you are such a liar. I just wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, no that's right uh,
1: yeah the 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 last thing we want to do is pay royalties to britney
3: spears (laughs) (laughs) that's true good point all right i got you dummy sorry i'm sorry i I forget it's the drugs talking it is that's that's good point good point i'd be very coherent otherwise
1: i don't know if advil really qualifies but that's (laughs) that's the excuse
3: we're going to use i like it let's do it Ah. 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 so
1: um so you, I know you haven't picked up your loot crate yet, or sorry, your Star Trek mission crate. Mm. I've picked up mine, and we're going to talk about it in news, but, uh, oh, great. I am so glad I canceled, and I'm going to say that um, without a problem. Uh, yeah. There's not even a t-shirt this time.
3: Really? Do you yep. get, like, socks or anything? Well, we can There's talk so- about it. There's
1: socks, but yeah, we can talk about it.
3: Unbelievable. What
1: are you- By the way, what are you drinking?
3: I just have a vanilla biscotti Folgers cake up this morning.
1: That sounds delightful.
3: It's not bad. It's not the best, but it's not horrible.
1: I have mm. a Gloria Jean's butter toffee. I like Gloria Jean. She's nice. She's a very nice person. And I'm not a, usually a big fan of butter toffee, but this is really kind of nice. Oh, well, okay. Uh,
0: I like your mug. It's a good mug.
1: Thank you. A Ben and Jerry's mug that my mm. wife and I got um, at the Ben and Jerry's tour we were staying at a bed and breakfast in Vermont on our first anniversary when I got that. There you go. I got the goofer. Nice. The goofer. So self-portrait.
3: Yes. Well, yours is a self-portrait there, too.
1: What are you saying? I'm, I look like two guys that make ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, that fa- I'm not that fat.
3: I'm not that I didn't say that.
1: No, you're saying wow. I look like two guys as opposed wow. to one. That's... Jeez. Well, I don't know why you had to go there. Two guys. Don't they have a podcast? Yeah, two guys, one <laughs> track
0: yeah. yeah. Hi,
3: Ira.
1: <laughs> so apparently, there's a new podcast coming out called Gay Trek Geeks.
0: Yes, I saw that.
1: Yeah, and uh, hey, good luck to them. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm kind of fond of the name. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it's, um,
0: uh,
3: I did like the the logo, the the screenshot of the logo that they that they put out. It was kind of interesting. I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Is it is it gay? Wait a minute. Is it gay trek or queer trek?
1: No, 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 you're talking about Queer Trek on Tricorder. Yes,
3: that's what I was I'm thinking. Talking, sorry
1: about Gay Trek Geeks.
3: Oh, oh yes, yes. I have seen that when I try to do a search in Facebook. It's like, "Oh, hi guys. You, yeah. That's that's our name." Uh, kind of. <laughs> Mostly. <Kinda. laughs> Although
1: we did meet people in Vegas who initially thought that we were a couple when they met us. That is true. That is true. And didn't realize that we're married to other people. Right. Who yeah. are women. Right. Well, that's okay. Which, I mean, yeah, that's totally okay. Yeah. But I'm—I <laughs> wonder if people are going to think that's us too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we fight like we're married, Jerk. Uh,
1: you we, fight like we're married. I'm we a lover,
3: not a fighter. We don't, well, my my wife and I don't fight, so that's good.
1: No, my, me and mine either. Yeah. I,
3: I, you know, it's, the other thing—the other thing that's funny in Vegas is people reversed our voices with our faces, which seems to yeah. happen a lot.
1: That kind of surprises me. Oh uh, well. My voice is kind of ingratiating and and painful. So I mean, huh. I mean when you take my mellifluous tones, you know, mm-hmm. I would think that it would go with this beautiful face.
3: I'm shutting my camera off. Oh, that's, there
0: you
2: uh, go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am again. Ah. Oh
3: my god! <laughs> sorry. Oh my sorry. god. Hey, we should
1: uh, we should take a, a screenshot for uh, for Twitter as we record.
3: All right. Let me get
0: my pose up. Ready? One, two, three. Thank you.
3: This is riveting conversation. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. I hate you so much. You ready to do this? Um, Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, Shut up and take some more drugs. Okay. Bing bong. You Okay. I'm fine. How are you? I was a little squeaky. Um, I got to mix it up every
3: now and then. Should be like, bing bong.
1: Like what?
3: Like what? Bing-bong.
1: See, I don't have boomerang installed right here in this chat window. So, I mean, the only way I can see that over and over is to get you to do it over and over.
3: <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, i am shredded. You're what? <laughs> Shredded. i could like fall asleep standing just sitting here right now uh, but yet there
1: you are drinking margarita
3: well it's me <laughs>
1: better podcasting through libation
3: i love it i like that a lot
1: that should be the official motto of of this podcast <laughs> uh, how 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 are you how are you i'm well um your I,
3: face is well thank thank you mm-hmm
1: as you know, my wife and I were in the Atlanta area last weekend.
3: Yes, yes, I do. Which
1: was a, was a great time with family. Good, good. Uh, I got to say, I have, uh, well, my niece and, and nephew now have families of their own. So now I have great nieces and great nephews. And what a bunch of, of fun, good-natured kids. It was a great weekend.
3: So you mean second-generation nieces and nephews, not just that they're awesome? Correct. Okay, just wanted to make sure. But they are awesome.
1: They are oh, they absolutely are oh, all yeah. six of them. They are just a bunch of fun kids and uh we laughed a lot all weekend long and had lots of great new memories formed. So it was fantastic.
3: Awesome. That's always good to hear. I always liked the Atlanta area. My brother went to Georgia Tech, so I would drive down there or I would fly down there every uh year when um his school got out for the summer and oh. I'd go down there a day or so early and we'd do stuff around town and then we'd drive his car back home to New Hampshire. Oh. Was always quite an interesting um, escapade. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very carefully selected word, my friend. Yes, it was a 1976 or maybe 80s Buick Regal. And one year the air conditioner wasn't working. That was fun.
4: (laughs) And we used to have his
3: big, giant boombox in the middle of the big seat in the front playing. Pat Benatar, and Stevie Nicks for most of the trip home.
1: Oh, my God. That's fantastic. Mm. And, it, and was before,
3: it was before cell phones. So the one time where we decided to drive later, than we told my folks, my dad had the Virginia State Police out looking for us because he thought we might have been in an accident. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I know air conditioning leaving Atlanta in May when yeah. tech gets out for the year. That had to be horrible.
3: It wasn't fun. And it was also like if it rained and the and the windows would fog up, there was nothing to like clear it out. So it was always good too.
1: <laughs> well, someday you may get the chance to make that drive again.
3: Why? No. <laughs> 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 for you, anything, my man. Except that, probably. Yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it for Kelly.
1: <laughs> oh, or what Abby. a sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should absolutely do it for them. Don't do a damn thing for me.
3: No. I do enough for you here on this very podcast.
1: Well, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, you you, and your magnanimous ways. <laughs> oh, luminous one to steal a line from Battlestar Galactica.
3: Wow. By your command.
1: Uh, but uh, I am the executive producer, as you like to point out all um, too often. Yeah.
3: Mm. <laughs> I miss that guy. I miss him too. Golly. Jeez. I miss that guy. So, um,
1: um so yeah, we're, we're back and, uh, and stuff. Yeah. Just, uh, it sucks that my travel schedule caused this episode to be slightly delayed this week, but that's
3: okay. Uh, hey, at least we're putting something out, right? That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All
4: right. And it's going to be
3: fun because it's Cedar it. Or skip it. <laughs> 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 it's not just a fan favorite people. <laughs> it's
1: a Dan favorite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like so, that. Here's what I have to know. Mm. So you, of course, uh, do a, a Friday commute celebration lip sync with me just about every week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you've been holding out Why? on doing Michael Jackson songs till you find your sequin glove. Yes. Where is this
3: effing thing? I thought it was in the hutch that we now have in the, um, uh, in the new house. And I went into the drawer the other night. I'm like, Oh, I gotta get the glove. And it wasn't there. So it's I know I have never I've not gotten rid of it. I know that and I will find it and it will be a magical moment when I find it and we can record Michael Jackson uh, for the Friday Community Celebration.
1: Magical for whom?
3: For you, because you're going to be like, oh, my God, he's as good as he says he is. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because yesterday, as we record, this was Michael Jackson's birthday. So on Sirius XM, they had all kinds of Michael songs playing. And as I was driving home bad was on and dude i was killing it killing it lip syncing to that i just i wish you still had the jacket yeah me too the b i had both the thriller jacket and the beat it jacket and i they're gone i think they were gone when uh, the folks moved out of the original house years ago how do
1: pictures of these not exist
3: well i'll tell you what i don't know if i've ever told you this story but years and years ago Um, there was a Halloween party at the Nashua country club when my folks were members there. And I went as Michael, I got the wig, I got the makeup jacket, shoes, socks, glove. And I had a light, uh, makeup because he had a lighter complexion as an African American. And one of the friends of the family went and he went as Mr. T And he had the darker makeup. It was perfect. And it was the funnest uh, Halloween party I have ever been to. It was great. I was out there dancing all night, having a blast. And I have no pictures of it. Can you moonwalk? Uh, I could back when I was lighter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So now you're saying you'd need to be on the moon to moonwalk.
3: If I was on a slippery enough floor and my shoes weren't um, very rubbery sold, I probably could still do it. Standing on the toes, though, like I used to be able to is not happening unless my ankles snap like two like pieces of paper brought together and folded. Like a pencil. Like a pencil. Exactly. Yes.
1: So we need to get you to do this in Vegas. If I
3: have enough of these in me, I might be able to.
1: I was just going to say it's going to take some of that, but <laughs> as he drinks his margarita,
3: yes, <laughs> I'm drinking water. Mm-hmm. Very nice Trekkies, uh logo there too. I like that. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, yeah. But uh, no, it was it was fun. I uh, had a good time. As a matter of fact, just a couple of years ago, when my wife had her work Christmas party, um, I did a whole routine of Gangnam Style. And had the whole place like roaring, and I was talking to another woman who worked there, who was a professional dancer, and we were going to do Michael Jackson the next Christmas. But she ended up leaving the company before it happened.
1: And uh, uh, Did she go into witness protection after that? Because <laughs> I would have, I would have after you made that offer.
3: <laughs> oh, it wasn't my offer. She wanted to do it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's the story you tell now. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It would have been very fun. It would have been cool. We were going to do Thriller. The whole dance and everything.
1: <laughs> oh, God. We have to make one of these. Ha- <laughs> People can't see you, but you're doing it right now.
3: <laughs> exactly. Hey, look at. Okay. Now I got a backup dancer and you, you, you just signed on right now. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> All right. Are you ready to do this there? Uh, I am. King of pop. Let's do <laughs> I take that to a yes. It is. Shh.
3: Bing bong! What's up? Caught you by surprise. <laughs> I was looking at the walls, kind of bare <laughs> your
1: face. Your face is bare. And actually, no, it's, no not. it's not. Dummy. That makes Jeez. no sense. You're a dummy. Is this yeah, what you so, like today? Totally. So I'm noticing a trend with you. Mm. Now that you've moved into this beautiful new home of yours, mm-hmm. um, you pick the hottest and most humid days of the year to record the podcast. Hmm. Interesting, because you have central air, mm.
3: and I do not. <laughs> I, I, I apologize. I don't. I didn't realize that it was uh, hot and humid this morning, since I'm up here in my lovely seventy two degree podcast studio. Air conditioners on my foot right now. I got my foot on the vent, so I get a nice little breeze on my toes. My little, my little toes, and it's wow. You get you. That's not put that away. <laughs>
1: Just to clarify, I'm flipping you the bird right now before anybody <laughs> thinks it's anything else.
3: Wow. Yeah, I didn't realize it was supposed to be humid again today because it was so awesome yesterday.
1: Well, the humidity trended up a little bit yesterday as we get into weather talk here on the Trek Geeks podcast. Mm. Don um, Kent. Bruce Schwegler. Bruce Schwegler. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, if we're not talking about Cardi's furniture, it's WBC TV four. Don Kent used to bank with me. Really? Yeah. in the days like uh, where he was pretty much retired and living in the lakes region, uh, he would do weather for uh, a radio station up in Laconia, New Hampshire, uh, WLNH 98.3 on your FM dial. Mm -hmm. And um, he would do weather for them pretty much exclusively. Um, And then he would branch out to a few more stations, but he was living in the lakes region and he would come to my bank. And uh, I would see him occasionally him and also uh, Bob Wilson, the former voice of the Boston Bruins.
3: Yes, it's funny. Now, for those of you who may not be in the New England area and are asking, who is this Don Kent fellow? He was a he was a meteorologist back in the day where they had sliding maps and they used markers to draw the weather on the map. That's how long ago it was. None of this computerized stuff.
1: Don Kent was considered the Dean Mm-mm. of meteorologists in new England. Cause you know, WBZ was the first TV station in the new England area. Right. And then there was Al Caprillian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hi, pressure.
1: <laughs> so wow. Al lives he, in our town. He lives in Merrimack. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go find him and say hi. Uh, if you ever go to the Shaw's um, on, on Daniel Webster, um, you'll see him occasionally.
3: Oh, Red Sox baseball brought to you by Shaws. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, yeah.
3: I don't listen to Red Sox on the I, radio. No, that's Joe
1: Castiglione.
3: I uh, can't stand that guy. He, he Dude, I have I, I listened to him for decades. He needs to retire. It's time. When, you need comm- to, you know ahead. how I am with stats and stuff like that. You need to make sure that you get your stuff right. And when he makes mistakes like he does on the broadcast about Red Sox stats and scores and what's going on at that particular moment i get a little irritated
1: and i realize we've just lost an entire chunk of our audience that could not care any less about <laughs> boston sports than than they already don't care it was the outtake. but uh <laughs> it was the outtake. Um, what's what cemented my opinion for joe castiglione was the the first red sox victory after oh, 86 years in the world God. series that was just so lame and the red sox are world champions you compare that to the Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah. The first one they ever won yeah. with Gil Santos where he is coming unhinged yeah. and screaming into the microphone and that's all I need to know about Gil Santos. It's
3: good. It's good. That's good. <laughs> the Patriots are world champions.
1: <laughs> Can you believe it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it? The Red yeah. Sox are world champions. <laughs> Just a bit outside ball 4.
3: Okay. That's ball enough. 8. That's
1: enough ball 16.
3: That's it, that ball 16 is never actually said in the movie, but I know what I know. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I always carry it for plus. I was saying it is Joe Castiglione and not Bob Buecher,
3: mm-hmm. but Joe Castiglione. We go ball 16. <laughs> oh, anyway, it's just smarmy. It's smarmy. Smarmy. Wow. That's a good word. I'm going to use that today. In, in at least five random sentences, please not during the podcast. Oh, I had four of them all lined up. Forget it <laughs> no, I know that's a lie because you don't think that fast. Oh, hey, come on now. I'd be thinking good, yo. Yeah, okay, Univac. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that
1: because not only are you old. yeah, I am. Not only can you do math. I can't. But you're also as big as a room. Uh, wow. <laughs>
3: Ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> I would like to thank my illustrious co-host for starting the morning off on such a positive note. Hey, uh, now, I I'm as been
1: able- big as three
3: Univacs, okay? I haven't been able to go to the gym for two and a half weeks because of my back, and now he's saying I'm as large as a room, so obviously things are catching up with me.
1: Dude, I'm as big as an entire building. Come
3: on. Your heart is as big as an entire building. Uh Wow, no. Either that means that that you're really full of love or your chest is going to explode and you're going to have a heart attack. One or the other, I'm not sure.
1: It's probably the latter. (laughs) No no watch next week. (laughs) Oops. Yeah, you're going to feel like crap.
3: Oh, the orb of prophecy was right. And Dan's
1: like, I have Trek Geeks all to myself now.
3: (laughs) I couldn't do it without you.
1: You'd find a way, but I couldn't do it without you. (laughs) I hate oh, you so much. Yeah, I
3: know it's it's my gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's your gift. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I um, I cried Friday night. Mm-hmm.
1: I rewatched this yesterday. Uh huh. And uh, oh yeah, waterworks. And and we'll talk about this later. You know what scene really gets me? The first time. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, let me ask you this. Maybe we'll just talk about this now. We won't talk about this during well, the... Well,
3: I do want to talk about it during this show, too, because, yes.
1: What's the first scene where you find yourself in tears?
3: Pretty much the opening teaser when he's... Not as, not as much, but when he says, the worst thing that could ever happen to a young man, my father died. Because Tony Todd always has tears in his eyes almost the entire episode. But yeah. the one that really starts getting to me is when they're in sick bay and ben says how are you doing jake and the look on jake's face Uh. and the pain and anguish and ben just grabs his head
0: oh god
3: you (laughs)
1: know what scene gets me and like really right in the feels is the one where narice is talking to jake
3: up on the pylon
1: yeah or in front of that window and it's really it's very darkly lit you see mostly their silhouettes yes and the conversation they have just really just mm-hmm. just rips my heart out. It yep. is yep. it is such a wonderful scene, and I love the way they shot that because it is unlike anything that they've ever done in Deep Space Nine.
3: It's funny that you say that because as that scene was playing when I was watching it, I was thinking, oh, it's really cool how it's just their silhouettes, and you can see Kira's nose ridges, and then how he says that if I leave, then I don't have anything left of him to hold on to, and she just like they just like touch foreheads. It oh, it's, it's so good oh yeah Ugh. Ugh. oh that 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 sounded good <laughs> a little maple cream coffee Ugh. hey at least it's not maple coconut cream right
1: <laughs> oh that's the only way you could double down on that and make it worse <laughs> Jeez.
3: oh goodness gracious yeah this is going to be a good conversation
1: yeah your face is a good conversation
3: it is it is i
1: appreciate that all right you ready to do this jerk
3: yes ah ping
1: pong ping right in front of your face <laughs> this is very disconcerting mm-hmm. we're sitting here in an empty room <laughs> um with microphones and fan pins and laptops here at uh, granite state comic-con <laughs> and we're getting ready to do our first ever live recording
3: i don't disagree
1: You probably need to speak up a little louder. I don't disagree. For once. Jerk. You ready for this? I'm ready. This is good. This is going to be good. This is going to be awesome. We have to... Everybody here at Grand Grand State Comic Con has been fantastic. There was a bit of a snafu with us not being in the printed program for Mm -hmm. the event. Mm -hmm. We were on the website. Yep. We have been hitting it on social media. I mean... Doug Jones was amazing and retweeted about our panel. Because Doug Jones is amazing. Because Doug Jones is amazing. Yes. Oh, my God. Meeting him yesterday was so
3: awesome. It was very awesome. Should we tell the Sam story? The Sam story. When we when we went to get his... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> tell the Sam story. All right. So Sam Bartholomew, and Sarah uh, Midich and Damon Runyon mm-hmm. were all at a table. Sounds like Funyon. Funyon. Yeah. 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 Um, and if it's the hot and spicy kind, it would be the hot and spicy Funyon. Runyon anyway, <laughs> um so we go to get uh Bill's poster signed by these wonderful cast members, and Sam is the first one and as Bill is paying for, well, let me back up a step of course, we know that Sam's character. Uh, Danby Connor. yeah gets killed pretty quick in the in the beginning of discovery yeah and, and then then shows up in the mirror universe only to get killed, killed again. again pretty quick uh, in the mirror universe both times uh, based on the actions of Michael Burnham yeah in nice, a way nice job girl um so anyway so we're uh, there to meet them they all look great they're all all smiling and Bill's paying for the for the autographs and I go Bill you better hurry up. Sam's been here only five minutes. He's probably gonna be dead in a minute or two. And everybody just started cracking up. It was except awesome. except Sam. Sam, was a little, uh, he, he did give me the uh, dagger eyes of death. No, he didn't. He was pretty awesome about it.
1: Yeah, no, it was a. Uh, they were so great to meet, and then they talked to us for oh yeah God, at least ten minutes after. It was great. It was awesome. And, and Sarah wanted to know all about you know our, our podcast mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and whether we were local. Of course we are. We we truly we only live about 15, 20
3: minutes from here. I think it's more on the 15-minute side. It's very close. The way you drive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of squirrels. A lot of squirrels. What is with the squirrels in New Hampshire dead on the road this year? It's a global climate change type thing. Oh.
1: It's been warmer. There's less food for them, so now they're having to venture out and find food. And unfortunately, it means crossing roads. This is fantastic. It's the Audubon Society portion of the tricky Geeks podcast. It is pretty
3: good. And see, they eat a lot of nuts, but maybe if they switch to coconuts... They would uh, have a better uh, time getting food for the winter. I don't wish that on anybody. Okay. I wish it on you. Yeah. Because I don't like you. Well, anyway.
1: So, we could potentially have one person in the room. Possibly. We could potentially have 50 people in the room. Maybe. It's a smaller room. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, it's it's intimate. It's good for podcast recording. Get your hand off me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's good for podcast recording. It is very good. Um, and... Whether it's one person or 50, I think we're going to have fun. That's really what matters. If it's one person, they're going to walk away with a metric
3: ton of fan sets. A stuff. lot of pins. we got a lot of pins to give away. We have like 20
1: pins, 15, 20 pins there?
3: Oh God, I don't count. Math is hard. Math is hard. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it. And this, this con is pretty cool. Like I said yesterday in the panel that I was on, I've never really been to a non-Star Trek convention. So this one's like all-encompassing everything. And the cosplay here is freaking awesome. Yeah.
1: What are you cosplaying as today? I'm going as somebody that pretends to like you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you're doing a pretty good job.
1: Yeah. No, no. we've seen everything from, you know, a, a variety of Harley Quinns and Deadpools to some, some, uh, we saw a life size Pikachu.
3: I got one for you that yeah. I don't know if you noticed yesterday. As yeah. people who have had the pleasure of talking to Andy Robinson here on the podcast, mm. there was somebody yesterday cosplaying as Frank from Hellraiser. Oh, my God. The guy who, like, just like his body's all like, Decomposed and everything like that, and he was holding the the, the Hellraiser box uh, in his hand. and He was walking around wearing a nice Italian suit. That was pretty cool. Are you sure they weren't going as Dan Davidson? I'm going to punch you in the throat. <laughs> 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 Boom!
1: Oh, so Doug Jones. Oh. Getting back to that for a second. Yeah. Probably one of the nicest human beings on the planet. I, this is not an exaggeration. If you ever get the opportunity to meet Doug Jones. Take advantage of it and get the selfie. I mean, he hugs every fan that gets a selfie with him. He hugs every fan that gets an autograph. He gets up from the table. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he really does. He's, he's so genuinely kind
3: yeah.
1: that I'm I'm so psyched that somebody like that is a part of Star Trek.
3: Me too. The thing that's funny, you said that he's one of the nicest human beings on the planet, but he never plays one. A human being,
1: yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's, he was cool. That's ironic, Alanis Morissette.
3: And he recognized me. He said, hey, it's good to see you again. I'm well, like, wow. It probably like helped that you was, had a photo with was, him. And I'm a stalker. One or the other. Not. I'm not really sure. It probably helped that you had
1: a photo with him that you had taken to Star Trek Las Vegas last month. Well, he didn't see it before he said that. You had it like right there. No,
3: no. You don't. You're mistaken. No, I'm not. Y- you don't even know what you're talking about. Look You had nerd boner. What do you know? <laughs> 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 wow. Okay. <laughs> hey, we're PG-13. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. You can say that on the podcast. If the nerd, nerd. I can bleep it out. That's true. Hi. Come on in. a podcast starting. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. We got our first guest walking in right now. <laughs> like, well, it's all good. Yeah, we you
1: do. Guys, we I do have, have can the can mic running can. right now, just so you know. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah.
1: Um, we were just. We we do a, a little bit of just casual conversation before we ever do a podcast, and we yeah. incorporate it as an outtake. So, sure. Sure. so you've yeah. walked into actual recording. Just so under New Hampshire law, I've disclosed it to you. Okay. Great. There you go. Right.
3: You know, I'm also, uh, not New Hampshire law, but just general law, this guy, you're really not going to like him. I'm pointing to Bill. I am pointing Thank to you. you. Yes. Thank, you. Um, so, so <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So welcome.
2: Thank you. You are?
3: My name's Jerry. Hey, Jerry. I'm Bill. Bill.
2: And Dan. Dan. Dan.
3: Yeah. I'm part of Camp Kimber. Kimber. Excellent. Oh, Our yeah, first yeah, yeah. is interesting. Awesome. <laughs> I was like,
1: God, that guy looks really familiar. <laughs> it's weird because, you know, when you have these things on social media, you never really expect that you're going to encounter people in real life. Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of cool when it happens. Yep. It's so, very cool. Yeah. Awesome. I took a
3: writer from Connecticut. Just, nice. Just for the
4: panel.
1: What? That's fantastic. Thank yeah. you. Well, oh, man. Now there's pressure.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, can do oh. And well, now wow. you're going to be in the outtake.
0: That's awesome.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And your name is even in it, so everybody's going to know you. That's you're awesome. going to be famous on Camp Kittimer. Everybody say hi, Jay. Hi, Jay. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, yeah, I, mean, I really enjoyed uh, last week uh, the visitor. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. It was one that we wanted to do for a long, long time, and we weren't quite sure when was the right time to do it. Because, I mean, when you have an episode that's that serious and that Powerful. impactful, I mean, let's face it, we, we don't always do serious and impactful because we like to give each other a bunch of crap. Yep. And when we do it, we kind of have to strategically place it like, all right, we you know want to do something heavy and serious here, and we can't really do a whole lot of yucks
3: around it. hmm
1: and so, but I was glad that we finally took the opportunity to do it because it's just an episode that means so much to, to me. And I know it is
3: sort of you. like how they placed it in season four, when you think about it. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, right at the beginning, which was good. See,
1: I'm not just a color man.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm amazed that you're even here because the Patriots play
3: today. Uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one. I know. It's the kickoff of the 98th season of the National Football League. Uh, it is. Yeah, you want, Since we're doing the outtake and we'd like to joke around, you want to talk about the pants that we saw at Dunkin' Donuts this morning? <laughs> no. <laughs> all
1: right, so we walk into Dunkin' Donuts so we're going to talk Oops, about I today. throw things all over <laughs> to uh, to get coffee on the way here. And uh, it's the one that's like maybe 10 minutes from mm-hmm. our neighborhood. He lives now like seven minutes away from me. And uh, we walk in, there's this guy in full Steeler regalia. Sorry, I mean, bro. like he's wearing these pants that are just loud and they're black. Um. Awful. And, and gold and, and they were awful he walks by he's holding a, a cup that has Patriots logo and he goes I can't believe they serve us coffee in these these ugly cups I said I can't believe you're wearing those ugly pants <laughs> <laughs>
4: then we get out of there and then we left laugh.
3: <laughs> because we know how Steelers fans are no we kids, we kid Vic wow. Mignotto we kid yes. <laughs> last,
4: uh, last Christmas my wife and I went to Mexico for vacation mm. so I was wearing my Brady shirt nice and I was in Denver airport and some guy walked to me and said, you're in Broncos territory now. <laughs> and he was very angry. That,
3: that right? happens. That's also oh, happened so, to me. So, so we're in loser territory? <laughs> oh, sorry, Lou. <laughs> get it? Loser? Yeah. Lou? sets We love you guys. We love sets. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get in trouble for that one. You're going to get in trouble. I didn't say a thing. <laughs> hey, you didn't hit the pause button. No, uh, It's live. <laughs> This is the perils of live podcasting. Well, then, you got to deal with what gets dished to you, son. <laughs> Are you ready to do this? I'm ready to do it. Let's go. Bing bong. More complex than brown. Much superior. Actually, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. <clears throat> yeah. Bing bong. More complex than bill. <laughs> much superior more complex than coconut coconut i oh oh i'm gonna
1: kill you uh, okay so i hate Cyrano Jones i'm like i don't just i don't just dislike him
3: kind of, i
1: hate him he's so annoying yes and the only thing that makes him more annoying is you continually doing that one Cyrano jones quote Go
3: ahead. <laughs> Tribbles are not dangerous. <laughs>
1: uh, I want to rip out your larynx every time I hear it.
3: And it's great because anytime we talk about something that could be dangerous, I get to throw that at you and I just watch your blood pressure skyrocket. Sh- skyrocket? Sh- skyrocket right through the voice messages that we voice messages. <laughs> Pine cones. <laughs> <laughs> so we have
1: new neighbors next door. Yay. These are our third new neighbors in like a year and a half.
3: So I'm guessing the common denominator is you. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, maybe they hear us,
1: you know, me podcasting, talking to nobody, uh, you know, talking about Star Trek, but
3: okay. Well,
1: I mean, because they can't hear you.
3: Well, that's true. I thought you were calling me a nobody, but well, I, I, you
1: are, but that's beside the point this time. <laughs> um, I can't help it if you're a nobody, Dan, everybody thinks that
3: I know. I know.
1: Go eat some worms. <laughs> gonna go to the garden yeah yeah with all the rain we had today i'm sure that there there's plenty of, on, the, on the surface so uh, but yeah i mean um so so new neighbor so i i apologize if there's any banging or, or hammering
2: okay during
1: the recording tonight because I, I think they're hanging stuff on the wall
3: it's not a problem it's not a problem i will say also here in the at the house the new house i will say that the podcast studio has been christened oh yeah Hmm. I'm telling you right now. Did you break a bottle over its bow? No, no. Let's just say that uh, the the room is not as innocent as it once was. Yeah. Dog peed on the floor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like, where's he going with this <laughs> family show? Exactly.
3: We took the, we, we've we had a gate at the bottom of the stairs because Aria does have a tendency to pee when she's in a new place or nervous or whatever. And she did four times the night we moved in, including on the couch, on our bed, the new on couch. The floor. Yes. The brand yeah. new couch that had been in the house for less than like eight hours. So we've been putting the gate up and she's been great. She hasn't peed in the house at all since that first weekend. So this past weekend, I said let's take the let's take that off because they do like to come upstairs and go into the other guest bedroom. They love laying on that bed. So I said let's leave the gate down and just see how she does. Yeah, it lasted a day. Sue came home from work last night, or I got home from work uh, from the gym last night, and she goes, "Yeah." So uh, do you see that the uh, gate's back up on the stairs? And I'm like, "Oh." She's like, "Yeah." Aria peed upstairs, and I'm like, "Where?" She goes, "Right in the middle of your podcast studio." And I was like, "I'm gonna kill her." truth be told it wasn't aria
1: (laughs) it was me (laughs) (laughs) what's so
3: funny though is is i didn't say anything to aria i just looked at her and i go what'd you do upstairs and her ears went down and she got on the floor and back up crawled into the bedroom it was hysterical we can't get mad at somebody who's that cute
1: i only wish you were that
3: cute then well then you'd never get mad at me that's that, not true. That's nah, not true at all. Not true at all.
1: Not even remotely true.
3: Um, hey, you're uh, you're gonna you're going on a, on a cruise <laughs> soon. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, uh, very excited.
1: This coming weekend, I will board uh, a ship bound for uh, destinations in the Caribbean and hopefully dodging hurricanes if there are any.
3: And Captain Barbosa and Davy Jones.
1: Who? The second one I know, he was in the monkeys. Get but, um,
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, very nice.
1: Thank that's, you, that's, thank you. That's
3: good. I liked that, uh, Captain Who Barbosa. I don't know who that he is. He was uh, Jeffrey Hunter played him. No, like he, he was him? in Star Trek. That's right. It was, so it was. Um, oh God, what's the guy's name? I don't know. He was. Um, he was an actor, and uh, he was the main protagonist. For Captain Jack Sparrow in the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, Jeffrey Rush. Rush. That's what it was. Yep.
1: I hated Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, and I didn't see any of the others.
3: I'll tell you what. I did not like the first one the first time I saw it, but its I've grown to love it. And the second one is my favorite one because um, Bill Nighy plays Davy Jones. And he is phenomenal in that role. I absolutely love him. It's just a
1: shame Johnny Depp is in all those movies.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And they're doing, are they doing another one? I think
1: they are. Wait, didn't they do a fourth movie in the trilogy?
3: Yeah. I like how you said that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a good ride though. Uh, I'll take your word
1: for it. I just, I have no interest. The first one I just, I thought was abysmal. Okay. Well, it's still a good ride. The one thing I don't like is that they changed the, the rides at Disney World and Disneyland to be more like the movie. They didn't
3: again. change pirates all that much though. They did add something at the very beginning where you go through like this mist wall and they have Davy Jones face show up or they have. Blackbeard's face show up. Right. But other than that, there's really a, not a lot. There's subtle changes, but not a whole lot to take away from what the original ride Was well, no, but there's a lot more Jack Sparrow, there's a lot of Jack Sparrow, and of course, because the world has to be so effing politically correct nowadays, the scene where the woman in the red dress, where it says they were like selling, quote, wenches, yeah, that has been taken out of the ride and changed to something different because they felt that that was, um, insulting, even though it's history, you know, whatever.
1: Well, I guess I understand that on some level. I mean, you can't rebrand the ride if you're not going to deal with that but I, I see your point too Yeah, um, i just not a Johnny Depp fan in case that didn't come through I think he's incredibly um, overrated
3: I kind of got that and yeah I can't I disagree with you And now of course he's part of the Harry Potter franchise as well he is? yeah the Fantastic Beasts movies that take place like in the 40s yeah he's like the bad 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 guy and you get to see him at the very end of the first Fantastic Beasts and I guess he plays a critical part in this next one that's coming out this year great yeah So can't wait for that so we'll talk about that on our new episode of potter podcasting incorrect
1: <laughs> so yeah so i'm uh next week or this coming weekend i keep saying next weekend uh-huh. but uh, it's it's like a, in a few days i'll be headed to a uh, grand turk mm-hmm. um, which is where john glenn's uh friendship space capsule uh splashed down okay I'll be headed to uh, the Dominican Republic. Very nice. To Curacao. Nice. And Is it going to Aru- be
0: blue? Curacao?
1: I'm actually taking the tour of that distillery. Excellent. Okay. And then also to uh, Aruba.
3: Nice. Wow. Aruba. Yeah. That's way down there.
1: It's right next door to Curacao.
3: Wow. Okay. That.
1: Wow. All right. Yeah. Hmm. I so think that's going... as far south as I've been before. I've been to um, Isla Roatan off the coast of Honduras.
3: Wow, that's quite a long way down there, uh, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, a absolutely. Two-way, a two week cruise,
0: right?
1: No, it's eight days. Oh, eight days.
0: Right. Oh, okay. So, because so cruise man. because cruises are not dangerous.
3: <laughs> ah, sorry. <laughs> Everybody, anybody listening, if you could see Bill's face right now, it's just worth a thousand words. You (laughs) preach what you sow, (laughs) or whatever they often. Exactly, yeah, Uh, yeah. Write that down. All right, you ready? I'm ready, ready, jerk. (laughs) I'm ready.
1: And cruises are dangerous when you're going through hurricanes. I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. That's true. Batten them down those hatches. Yeah, full speed ahead. (laughs) You ready? Ready. All right, get to reading. Whew.
3: Bing bong, bong to the bing to the b i g ing bong bong bing Ba-la-la-la-la. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: for it was quite. It was those listening to a Trek Geeks for the first time. This is <laughs> perfectly normal.
3: <laughs> perfectly normal and perfectly normal that we both did it at the exact same time the other day.
1: <laughs> oh, I know, totally.
3: <laughs> How you doing, man? good how are you doing how's your day it was long but good uh i'm i'm uh i'm I'm doing good doing good good so i had today off as you know know. know.
1: and i decided to go back and start watching the two seasons of the walking dead um that i've missed since i broke up with the show okay because i know this is the final season for the rick grimes character Mm -hmm. andy lincoln will be leaving the show Mm -hmm. and um it's like, well, you know, I, I left right when Negan was introduced. Let me go back because cool. I do like Jeff. I do like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's yep. he's a, he's fantastic. So I started watching it, and I picked up with actually episode two of that season because I remember the first episode. You know, yeah, with the vividly. deaths. Yeah, yeah. And by the time I got to the end of episode four, because I gave myself a little mini marathon while I did laundry today. Okay. Is it wrong that I just wanted Negan to take over the world and just <laughs> get rid of everybody in Rick's camp and Alexandria? I was just so d- I'm like, dude, just stop, stop crying, stop. <laughs> I wanted Negan to just take out Lucille and just you know own the place.
3: Well, I'll tell you Is what, that wrong. It's not wrong. I s- watched that season. I have not watched the subsequent season that took place. Um, so I'm a full season behind, and I don't even know if I'm going to watch this season with Rick's departure.
1: I, I figured I'd go back because I'm curious to see what they how they wrap up his storyline. Yeah, see, it, f- it was really nice to see Sunika Martin Green today. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, I've I forgot how great she was in Walking Dead. Yeah, it's always a joy to see Sunika in something. Yeah, but uh, dude, that tiger of King Ezekiel is the worst CGI I've ever seen.
3: It's funny that you say that because today I was, I was doing something at lunch and I was, I was on my iPad and there was something on Facebook, I think about how walking dead Rick's final season. So I clicked on that link and it brought me to a page where they had video of, I don't think you've seen it yet, but there's a big battle at the end of the season that you're currently on, I think. And they showed the behind the scenes of that battle and what they did and how they okay. did the CGI and everything. And it was quite interesting to watch. Um, I don't remember the CGI of the tiger being as that bad as you're, as you're describing when we first met him in that like auditorium, if I remember yeah. correctly, yeah, it was. Um, but uh, you will be seeing more of, of, of the tiger. I like to call him Tony, the tiger, because he's great. You're great. Yeah. yeah. Your face is great. Um, but uh, I, um. Yeah, I I like the days of The Walking Dead when it was about staying alive from the walkers and not the other horrible human beings that are still left on the planet. So you mean like when it became a soap opera? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um. I, I'm. I'm. I, I guess I, I'll get through that because I want to see what happens to Rick. Hmm. Um. Andy Lincoln has been fantastic on that show from the start. Yep. Um. They've asked him to do a lot as far as you know where they've taken that character and. <clears throat> Uh, the character's been through hell and back, so I'm curious to see um, how he meets his end, as it were. I mean, I have to assume he's going to Everybody dies. Right. I have to right. assume he's right. going to die.
3: Right. Coral. <laughs> Coral. Coral. Yeah. I, maybe I'll pick it up and see how it ends. I know that Sue will not be watching it again after that episode with the first Negan uh, with what happened. Um, yeah. To with Abraham, Abraham and, and Glenn. And Glenn, she, she done. So I'll pick it up at some point. It is on the, on the net of Netflixes. It is. Uh, yeah, they just added uh, another season. So the probably the season I missed is now there, if it not is. more than that. Okay. Um, we've been watching Longmire. We just watched a Longmire before I came up to record. Oh, my God. How far are you in the season? Season six, episode four. Peter Weller is magnificent in this show. I love him to death. And he actually directed this episode that we just watched, which is very Lucian centric. So uh, it was a great episode.
1: Yeah, very. We just uh, we're going back and catching up on Justified, which is a show that I have always loved, Mm -hmm. but we never finished. I'm a huge Timothy Oliphant fan. Yes. We've talked about this uh, as far as Santa Clarita Diet, which he's hilarious
3: Very 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 funny. But
1: he is just badass and justified, man. Yeah. He's fantastic. I have so. to check it out. Have to check it out. It'll only take you a couple of years because it's about how long it took you to watch Step Brothers.
3: Well, yeah, but it might be different because now I trust your recommendations because of Step Brothers. Dude, at that point <laughs> I'd known you for like twenty years. You didn't trust my recommendations then? I don't think you gave me any recommendations then.
1: Uh, I'm sure I gave you plenty of recommendations. Uh, I don't In fact, know. I recommended Step Brothers for a year before I actually just broke down and bought you the DVD and sent it to you.
3: Well, I appreciate it. My, my plan worked. I didn't have to pay for it. Now I got a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: really wish I had dropped your Enterprise again while I was at your house the other night, you jerk.
3: <laughs> I know that was funny. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Yes, fun times, fun times, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good times. Right, we gotta we gotta try to figure out what to watch next because we just finished the Crown season two. We're wrapping up Longmire, which we love. Um, she won't watch Sons of Anarchy. She won't watch Lost, She won't watch Breaking Bad. Um, so we're going to have to figure out something else. She did talk about Jessica Jones, and so we might check that one out. Did you watch Lost in Space? The movie or the show? Oh, we started the series. Yeah, That's watch right. The series. have That's to fantastic. go back. I, we watched the first episode and a half maybe, and I completely forgot about it. We did like it. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. See, yeah, you're great. helpful.
1: This is why I'm here. That's about it. What? Right.
4: What?
3: I, I. I. What? 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 <laughs> the what? The what? Fingers <laughs> are <laughs> <laughs> not dangerous. Hey, there you go. Nice job. Hey, put those fingers away. <laughs> you got a
1: double triple
3: from me. <laughs> fingers are not dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: are, especially when I gouge your eyeballs out with them. Wow. Very nice. I like that. Okay. <laughs> you have issues.
3: I, uh, yeah. At the end of the day today, I did rewatch the season two discovery trailer that came out this past weekend. Oh, my God. Can I,
1: can I just say that um, I think they have amplified the hype for the forthcoming season by a factor of at least 10 wow. compared to a year ago.
3: That was, it was, wow. I mean, it's just, it looks fantastic. It looks absolutely fantastic.
1: I don't know how anyone can look at that and say Discovery is not Star Trek. It's just, it's not possible.
3: Because they're the keepers of the gate.
1: No, but I just mean, yeah, just looking at their most simplest oh, of arguments. Mm-hmm. Anybody who looks at that and says it's not Star Trek needs to have their head
3: examined. Yep, absolutely. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. It's gonna be Freaking great. We get to see Saru without a shirt on and he's got all kinds of alien stuff on.
1: Because he's an alien.
3: Right, 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 I'm sure I'm right. That.
1: that is funny. <laughs> you ready to yeah. do this there, jerk face? I
3: okay. am ready. Let's do this.
1: Are, are you the red angel?
3: I, uh, I'm going to be your red angel because I'm going to have blood coming down your forehead into your eyes when I'm done with it. Oh, this took a, a serious turn.
1: You were just talking about gouging my eyes out. That's nice, though. <laughs>
3: wow. That's so you don't have to see my face. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, all right, <laughs> then. Appreciate it. Gouge away.
1: Shut up and read.
3: <laughs> Bing bong.
1: Bing bong. Wow, uh, I think, that's pretty talented for this hour of the day.
3: I appreciate that. No,
1: like you I, normally don't hit your stride till about nine thirty at night.
3: I, that's when I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> I see, I'm, I'm full of energy because I haven't been up till two in the morning watching Red Sox games the last couple of nights. So before
1: we get into that. Um, We should apologize to everybody for not having an outtake last week due to a technical issue. We use a platform called Squadcast to record, and there was an issue with our audio files. They were able to resurrect the episode, which was awesome, Mm -hmm. but they lost the outtake, which was unfortunate. So uh, as a result, we didn't have an outtake last week. For those who have come to love and expect the outtakes, um, we're back.
3: (laughs) Yay, I guess it was probably the best outtake ever, too. That's what's so sad about it. I know it was so
1: good. (laughs) It's like right up there with the initial, you know, coconut outtake.
3: Wow. Oh, that's quite a pedestal to be putting it on there, Bill. I, you know, it's, uh, you know, it was what, episode 14 STLV for noobs. Wow. That's a long time ago. Uh,
1: yes. <laughs> a way long time ago.
3: And it's kind of like with you, it's kind of like dog years. So it's been seven times longer. I said wow. it. And I'm not sorry about it. I can't wait
1: to have separate hotel rooms in Albany now.
3: <laughs> Me preach Preaching to the choir.
1: <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So our our you know time honored Boston Red Sox are in the World Series against now the Los Angeles Dodgers as of last night, mm-hmm. as we record this. And um, I I gotta say I'm looking. It's a series I'm looking forward to for another reason that uh, I know Dodger fans who are being absolutely cool about this.
3: Oh, absolutely. Well, see. That's the difference. They're not New York fans, so they're not being jerks. I said <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I I'm looking forward to it too. It you know we haven't had a Boston L A uh, finals um in baseball and i don't know how long but in any sport i mean the lakers celtics back in 2008 2009 maybe somewhere like that so it's been a while so it's going to be fun i'm looking forward to it i i have a lot of faith in in the socks of course being the number one team all season 108 wins blah 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 and what they did with the yankees and previously defending champs so I'm, pretty ex- I'm, I'm really excited. As you know, I stay up for every game. And if memory serves, uh, games three, four, and five will be this coming weekend when we are in Albany. So you're going to be up late with me. Um, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, let me know when you get back from whatever bar you go to
1: to watch the game because I'll be asleep. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll probably be up with you to some extent, too. I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to it. Although I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm old. I get tired. What can I say?
3: I'm tired of you. Does that count?
1: No, you've been tired of me for like 24 years and 365 days.
3: True. Oh, so okay. So I had another a year to that. Era. Oh, all right. I see. All right. Okay, There's I, a see your math. I like your math. You're good with math. Math is hard. No. Yeah. So I was very excited yesterday, as you saw. I finally hung up my fan sets collectible framed Oh, yeah. Sets, they look so good. I'm very happy with how it came out. I didn't screw up the measuring when I did the, the gaps in between that I wanted to have. So and I left room for many more, which is also good because I know there'll be many more, which I will be purchasing because fan sets is pinpoint accuracy, Bill.
1: <laughs> and they are Star Trek. Just to throw that out there. You should take a photo of that and post it, you know, outside of Trek Tuesday, because that's how good it looks.
3: I'll be happy to do that. I just got to The one thing I still have to do is actually fill in the discovery framed one for season one with my episodic pins, because right now it's just blank.
1: Let me take a picture of mine and you can not repeat my mistake.
3: Oh, what'd you well, do? Some,
1: some of the pins at the beginning and the end of the season are larger. Very large. So when you get to the bottom, I mean, you got to place them in between the seat, the, uh, the set number and the fan mm. sets logo. Okay. Carefully. Um, and then you got to be sure not to bump up onto the, the row above it too much. Okay. So, um, but I'll send you a photo of mine so you can at least get a, a look at it.
3: I appreciate that. Maybe I'll, uh, send an email to, uh, oh, I don't know what's his name. Goofball. Um, Lou, that's him. And, uh, I see if he has a picture of one that he has framed too, just to get an idea.
1: He does, but well, two of his pins are in the wrong order.
3: Well, that's Lou. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, before I set mine up, I, I asked him for a photo, so I could set mine up like his, and I noticed that I think he swapped episodes 9 and 10 accidentally.
3: Ah, oh, okay. I thought maybe he threw in a Firefly pin in there, too. Uh, why would he do that? I mean, Because they probably have an overabundance of them in stock.
1: No, it just devalues <laughs> the set.
3: <laughs> i got to watch Firefly. I, I, no, you really... don't. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, so,
1: go. I... I I, I guess I'm kind of bound and determined to get through Voyager now.
3: Well, I'm telling you, I have a new appreciation for Voyager since we started watching it on H and I a year and a half or so ago, and it was on every night. So yeah, I I I don't disagree with you, man. I've got I've I've watched several episodes again, and I've got favorites. According, of course, the one that we're doing today is like one of my all time favorite Voyagers.
1: So originally, I said I wanted to do Night this mm-hmm. week, Voyager uh, season five premiere. And you talked me into doing Bride of Chaotica. And although Bride of Chaotica is outstanding, I'm really regretting not talking about Night now. But we still can.
3: I know, no, I, mean, of, like, I know it's out of order, but. The
1: full episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I got through that. Ep- I got partway into that episode. I'm like, this episode is fantastic.
3: It is. It's really good.
1: It's like, it's, you see the characters in a place where we've not seen them, where we have never seen a Starfleet crew. And. There's some real meaty stuff there, including Janeway's depression, which I think is probably one of the highlights of, of the episode, quite frankly.
3: Yeah, it's really good. That whole idea of blackness and what it can do to people is it's, it's really, really it's it was it's great written story and 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 one of the better of season five, I think.
1: I think it was a great season premiere, to be honest. I I was just blown away by it. It's like, wow, where? how did I miss this episode when I was trying to watch Voyager
3: the first time? It's funny, I remember very distinctly when Voyager was still on, I'm like, no cliffhanger? And no cliffhanger wrap-up? That's not what we're used to with Star Trek these days, but it was done good.
1: Well, of course, the other thing, it was on UPN at the time, and it seems like uh, local UPN affiliates would preempt things for local sports. Right. So back then, I'm pretty sure that uh, the Bruins were still on Mm -hmm. the UPN 38 when it was UPN 38. And uh, I'm sure it was preempted for that, and then shown at some ungodly hour, like 1 a.m. on a Saturday night. <laughs> so I'm positive that's how I missed it. Sure, because that happened well, all the time all over the country.
3: Yeah, but as we, as you said, you weren't really into Voyager at the time, so it, it's understandable that you may not have seen it when it was first out. Yeah, I
1: mean, I know there are some, I know there are some real disappointing episodes in in episode five and six because that's about i usually bail when i try to rewatch it somewhere in season five.
3: Oh, season five and six okay i got gotcha. you right. because okay.
1: it becomes the doctor in seven show
3: yep yep well i'll tell you and and i'm sure we're going to talk about this in depth once it's voyager 20 25 20, 20 25 20, 20. 20. Um, coming up soon so we'll have a whole year of voyager stuff but oh, no, i'm wait. sorry the, it the will be 25 at some point okay. uh, we had 22 uh, years ago math is hard um yeah. the first season with the on just awful I, 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 terrible
1: see i've kind of warmed to the on a no, little bit because they're they're not they're nowhere near as fearsome as the klingons they are an army they're like a street gang and once they start looking at them through the, that lens, I think the K-Zone are much more interesting a foe because they're not going to be the badasses of the galaxy. They're going to be the people who terrorize your neighborhood.
3: They're the Delta Quadrant's packlets.
1: <laughs> they're not that dumb. <laughs> You're the Delta
3: Quadrant packlets. Wow. And I, the Alpha I, Quadrant I, I, and I, Beta. I could and not have left that rake sitting out on the ground any better than I just did to step on. What sound does a rake like that make? Oh, <laughs> twangy. speaking of which, uh,
1: are you ready there, twangy face? I'm ready there, goofballish man. What? 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 Oh, sorry. Just shut up and record. All right. Bing bong.
2: I just sleep last night.
1: <laughs> I hate your guts. <laughs> I right, so the World Series is on. It's Game Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston Red Sox. Oh, oh, so apologies to everybody for the sports ball talk. Game four, Boston Red Sox visiting the Los Angeles Dodgers. We're here in Albany, New York at Northeast Trek Con, and you are, is it safe to say you are a rabid Red Sox fan? If I had been bitten with something by rabies five times, yes. Uh, I would like to make that happen. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure you suffer from rabies, you just haven't been diagnosed.
3: Am I foaming at the mouth? (laughs) Yes, actually,
1: yeah. (laughs) So I'm dead asleep because we're sharing a hotel room as we usually do, and um, in the middle of the night, I hear this, and I was trying to be as
3: quiet as possible. Which let me tell you is an utter fallacy. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, as the Red Sox had take, had uh, been losing four to nothing in the bottom of the sixth inning, they came back to tie it, and then they took the lead, and so that's when I started clapping. So I woke Bill up. I was I was secretly I was very happy, but. That was the first yes time, the first time. Yeah, and then when they blew the game open in the ninth inning, I cheered, thinking that Bill was still awake watching the game with me silently. I didn't bother to look because I was, you know, concentrating on the television. And evidently, as I found out this morning, he was dead asleep again.
1: Now, your version of cheer and humanity's version of cheer are two wildly different things. <laughs> Most people would go, yeah,
3: and you did this.
2: <laughs> that was a bad <laughs> <guy>! <laughs> and,
4: and,
3: and Bill's muting himself a little bit, actually, too. Yeah. You don't want to watch sports with me because I get very, very excited. Very excited. Um, again,
1: <laughs> massive <laughs> understatement. <laughs> so I've got a lot of bass to my voice today. It's, uh, here we are. It's before the con, Sunday morning. Uh, here in Albany It's been a great convention so far
3: I, I, it, it has been But y, you know Bill You are all about that base About that base No Trouble Just get out Sorry Just get out Yeah it has been a fantastic con this weekend Find been, a new ride home been, <laughs> What? Yeah. I'm driving. Yeah. I don't care. Find a new <laughs> ride home. <laughs> yeah, it has been fantastic. We've met a lot of awesome people. Uh, the people that are putting on Northeast TrekCon are absolutely wonderful. We could not be more excited to be here as our first official, quote unquote, vendor here at the con as we're yeah. doing our raffle here this weekend to benefit the American Cancer Society. And we're going to probably post the winner to that later on today on social media for those people who were here and entered it. It's been pretty cool. Uh, and. and it, <laughs> It makes me look forward to the next time that we do this together. Hopefully it won't be during playoff time, buddy. Uh, I can tell you this right now. If it
1: is, Thanks. we're getting two separate rooms. I
3: don't think that's going to matter because I can then I can yell as loud as I want. I'll probably wake you up anyway. I will be in a different hotel because
1: <laughs> uh, uh, that's not happening again. Uh, well. well, All I can say is thank God we're going home tonight. Yes.
3: And if they win tonight, I will probably hear you from my house seven miles away. I would not be uh, at all surprised. I will be stopping at the store after I drop you off or after you leave to get some champagne, just in case. As I usually do as tradition with the 13 or 14 championships that Boston has had since 2001. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy. You know what else is pretty cool? A Completely different topic, but about Northeast TrekCon. Well, before we get to that thought, what I was going to follow that up with, if (laughs) they don't win tonight... You're gonna, I won't be able to deal with you at work tomorrow. <laughs> what are you talking about if they don't win tonight? what, what <laughs> Blasphemer. It's a possibility, isn't it? It is a possibility, yeah. yes. But, yeah. uh, All right, so Northeast Trek on. Northeast Trek on, As people know, we had a great contest on, uh, on Twitter uh, before the con, and two wonderful people won passes to the convention. Well, one wonderful person and Adam. True. Yeah. True, that is true One, Kim uh, came by and, and saw us and, and she was fantastic, very happy to be here Great cosplay, it was great to meet her And then, Adam So anyway, as we get ready to record And we, we're we doing this and joking Because Adam is actually sitting off to our left And, and, and enjoying the conversation here And uh, we gotta say, seriously, we can't be happier to have met him He's been fantastic He stopped by very, uh, several times to say hi Because obviously he has nothing better to do But um, we're really happy He's, he's from New York. He obviously has nothing He's wearing too. a Mets sweatshirt right now. Well, I mean, I can't give
1: him crap for that.
3: No. Oh, no, I don't mean to be. Because yeah.
1: it's not like it's a Giants sweatshirt. Oh, oh wait, you're a Giants oh, fan, too? Sorry, oh, I'm really sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> More sports ball talk straight from Trek Geeks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then Ken trip over in the distance. Oh, that Ken. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that wacky Ken trip from Standard Orbit. It's,
3: uh, I got to listen to his podcast someday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen to it quite often Thank you But uh, you would think You would listen to it Because our dear friend Haley Stoddard Is also on I it g- I jest Have you listened to, g- listen to I it I
3: kid I have of course Lately uh, Probably three weeks ago Is the last time I listened to okay, I have fair. to catch it up That's fair Yeah yeah. So, was uh, it an episode she was on Oh it's all I, I was, I'll always listen to Haley Yeah I'm glad you're getting Her name right this week Holly that's Haley a, what? Holly who? Haley <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, what else is going on uh, I'm sorry Are we recording is this on? <laughs> Hello. Hello? No, it's uh, it's been a great weekend. I'm looking f- I'm looking forward to getting home. Miss the wife, not going to lie. Miss the puppies. Um but and I'm sick of you. So it's a good reason three good reasons to get home. Uh, right? I I have no response to that. You'll be able to sleep tonight. Right? Yes. There you go. I'll call you if they win. How's that? No, my phone <laughs> will be in do not disturb mode. You won't get me. I'll drive over and knock on the door. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Nope. All right. And if they lose, I'm going to come knock on your door and go, sucker!
3: <laughs> so, wow. All right. Any Anything Star Trek related we want to talk about before we get started? Oh, hey, this is a Star Trek podcast? <laughs> the Red Sox podcast with Bill Smith and Dan
2: Davidson. Talking Fenway.
3: <laughs> Maybe CBS will buy that name from us, too. There you go.
1: Yeah.
2: All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, jerk.
1: Bing bong. Hi. So I'm just coming home from puppy class, and it's a little foggy out. Little foggy, and I had to slam on the brakes. Slam on the brakes because a deer darted out in front of my
3: car at full speed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the rain. It happened to me the other night. Scared the crap out of me. Yep, I know where you're going with
1: that, man. Yep, and I, and I had Abby in the back seat.
3: She probably loved it.
1: Uh, she might have done a, a a barrel roll in the back seat Aww. unintentionally she was fine but yeah. uh it uh it was pretty harrowing I'm not gonna lie
3: yeah that happened the other night coming home from getting dinner and it was right down the road here like three or four hundred yards from the house and yeah that's uh that's a scary thing when that happens luckily uh didn't hit luckily my brakes work well and yeah. I'm sure glad yours are working well
1: uh, li- likewise uh, thank you Thank goodness for anti lock brakes.
3: Yes, absolutely. Wow, that's. And okay, you brought it up the rain. Can I just tell you how sick I am of this? Uh, it's, I think I got a good idea. <laughs> it's just like non stop.
1: It's crazy. It's weather talk on Trek Geeks, yes. your meteorological Star
3: Trek podcast with Bruce Wegler and Barry Burbank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Barry
3: Burbank still works for WBZ. I saw a commercial the other night with him on it and I couldn't believe it. He he's 40 years plus maybe there. He's, yeah, because he started off
1: on Channel 6 in Portland. Man, oh man.
3: Day. yeah, Wow. Incredible.
1: Incredible. See, all, all the New Englanders are going to know exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Everybody else in the rest of the world who listens to Trek Geeks are going, what the hell?
3: Don Kent, Bruce Schweigler, and Barry Burbank. Oh my. Don
1: Kent used to bank with me at First New Hampshire Bank.
3: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, Don Kent was a, a fabulous guy.
3: With the old moving chalkboard-type weather maps that he yeah. had to draw on with a big, giant marker. God, you're old. Yeah, well, guess what, pal?
1: Uh, you're dating <laughs> yourself. I don't remember any of those. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that, that's because you have Alzheimer's and you're old.
1: Wow.
3: <laughs> I don't mean that in a funny wow. way.
1: Wow. <laughs> sh-
3: no, hee tee hee. You going to Tahiti? What?
1: I would love to go to Tahiti. It's magical
3: It is very nice. Never been there, though.
1: I am... So I, I voted today.
3: Congratulations.
1: So Mary Wiseman sent out a tweet that said, if you vote, if you happen to vote today t- uh, s- take a selfie with your, I voted sticker and Vulcan salute, and I'll reply in thank you and love you forever. So I did just that. And mm-hmm. Mary replied back with, uh, that's so awesome. I love New Hampshire.
3: That's awesome. I saw that and I was freaking out. Congratulations, man. That's very, very cool. I like what somebody did with our Trek Tuesday picture today. <laughs>
1: so, so so as we record this, our episode is dropping a little late because you were a little under the weather last week. Yep. And today is normally the episode drop day as we record this. And it's also Trek Tuesday. So you can take it from there.
3: Yeah. So for Trek Tuesday, um, you know, we always look for a little something different to, to wear or show. And this morning I'm in the closet and I look down and there's my wife's a bunch of scarves that she has. And I got her a Star Trek one a couple of years ago. So I'm like, huh, I'm very cool with putting that on. So I put it on. I ask her how to tie it correctly. So it looks correct. And then you have a great picture of a retro enterprise with a rainbow behind it. And you're kind of holding your own face with the Vulcan uh, live long and prosper salute. Yes. So we send that out for our regular Trek Tuesday picture. It was a great picture, both of them. Um, and just a little while ago, I don't have Twitter up right now, so I can't see the name of who it was, but um, I know I've seen many, many tweets from her. She posts a Trek Tuesday picture of her and I assume her significant other doing the exact same pose, wearing the exact same articles of clothing.
1: That was our friend, Brooke Horton, who's also a uh, a member of Camp Kidmer.
3: Yes, Brooke. Brooke, that was awesome. You win the internet today, my dear. (laughs) She really does. That was
1: (laughs) absolutely fantastic. Yeah, if you go to the the Trek Geeks Twitter and find the – the Trek Tuesday for uh, November 6, 2018. Um, depending on what you've listened to this, you'll see that one is one of the replies. And it is just, it is perfection. It, it, I got a great laugh out of that tonight. It was awesome.
3: It is great. And I got to say that their picture is better than ours because it's not
0: us.
1: That's exactly it. Um, their <laughs> picture is elevated by the fact that there aren't
3: two dorks from New, ha- New Hampshire in it. <laughs> Dork.
1: Dork. Dork, dark, dark.
3: <laughs> Another tangent. Yeah. And this will age us again. Hmm. So my boss comes up to me today and goes, Davey. <laughs> <laughs> and then sends me a link to one of the Davey and Goliath videos from back when we were a kid that I used to watch on Sunday mornings. Oh my I hated those. <laughs> oh, my God. I hated those videos.
0: <laughs> it was so
3: funny. Yeah. Davey.
1: So uh, we're going to tangent again. We're just pivoting right and left here in, in the outtake this week. Uh, so this weekend, my goal is to not die because I am doing the Spartan race inside Fenway Park in Boston, Massachusetts, this coming Sunday, November 11th, Veterans Day for the very first time. I imagine I'm not going to be able to move Monday, <laughs> but uh, I, my goal is to not die.
3: I don't, I don't know. That's a goal that you might, might want to switch goals. It's a good, it's, <laughs> it's my goal is to die with honor. Um,
1: it, it's it's a good thing that you own have the podcast. So, uh Yeah.
3: I um I got to say good luck. I hope you have a great time. You sent me a video of what this Spartan run is like at Fenway Park, and I am saying right now, I told you, but now I'm telling the world, I'm doing it next year.
1: Doing it next awesome. year. Yeah. We we start training Monday. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> you ready to do this, there, Jay? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right,
3: aroo, Davey, uh,
1: Bing
4: bang, up, Bing bang?
1: I was waiting for the air to run out of your lungs.
3: <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Oh my god, The Haunting of Hill House is so awesome. <laughs> I um you're through episode 8? 7. We're watching 8 after we record. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We finished it last night. I'm not going to color your perception. Okay. Yeah, yep, I think that's fine. I think I know how you're going to react to the finale. Okay. And I look forward to hearing your take on it at some point.
3: All right, it'll be this week. I guarantee it.
1: Oh good. Yeah. Yeah. I um I'm very sore.
3: <laughs> congratulations man you should be very proud of yourself for what you did yesterday at the park of fenways uh
1: yes as for those who may not have listened to the outtake last week and well of course you may not hear this if you listen to the outtake this week or don't listen i guess what what i ran the spartan race that was uh inside fenway park home of the boston red sox and um it's only <laughs> it's only three miles mm. but uh there's about 20 obstacles and it is not easy. No. People who say that, uh, oh, the the, uh, the stadium Spartans are, are are easy compared to the other ones. I'm sure they are, but they're not easy.
3: Yeah. It it, uh, it looks, I, I am definitely doing it next year based on the videos that you sent me. But uh, it, yeah, it does not look easy. It looks challenging, but it looks fun at the same time.
1: And I walked a good portion of the course simply because I had to because of my mm-hmm. foot. It mm-hmm. took me about 90 minutes to finish, and that's which is awesome. about twice as long as an average person.
3: Look at it this way: You're getting, you know, you're getting to enjoy the park that much longer.
1: I saw parts of Fenway Park that I never knew existed. Huh? You know, various concourses and well, the, the, there's a garden where they grow things inside, really? inside Fenway Park.
3: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, and I didn't obviously get enough information on it because I was in the middle of running a race.
3: <laughs> but
1: um, I was fascinated by that concept. I'm like, wow! Um, that so is there's cool. some kind of sustainable. You know, garden that is inside Fenway, uh, presumably for uh, either spices or herbs or maybe it's hops. I don't know, but I thought it was really cool. Yeah,
3: that is cool. I think one of the things that I liked most yesterday when you texted me that about your experience and were, and were sending me messages was that you were in the visitors dug, uh, visitors locker room. Was that it? Couldn't yeah, I was, I was in the, the visitor's, visitor's Clubhouse. Yeah. The Visitor's Clubhouse doing push-ups, and you probably did more athletic work than the entire Los Angeles Dodgers when they were visiting for the World Series. <laughs> That's probably true.
1: <laughs> that was awesome. So we come into the, uh, into the Visitor's Clubhouse, um, and immediately you have to bust out like 20 push-ups, and Spartan push-ups are different. Your chest has to hit the floor. Mm-hmm. And then your arms have to be extended out, almost like Superman, yep. um, before you start your next push-up. Wow. And you do, you bang out 20 of those and then you leave and you head out through the tunnel, through the visitor dugout onto the field and then around the warning track for the final lap. And it was, it was an amazing experience. I'm not going to lie. It didn't teach me about the things I couldn't do because there was plenty I couldn't do. Yeah. It, it helped me realize all the things I was absolutely capable of. And nice. somebody made a joke today that I got a participation trophy and no. There is no participation trophy at a Spartan race. You show up and you either finish or you don't. And if you right. finish, you get a medal. And I got one, baby. There you and, go. Uh, it was hard work and worth every, every minute of it.
3: That's awesome. I, I can't wait to do it with you next year, man. I'm really
1: looking forward to it. So I, I have an idea. And we're going to kind of drop this here in the outtake. And we'll see what kind of response we get from people. I've had the idea for a live show that we can do, not probably in 2019, but maybe 2020 in Vegas. And instead of just a live podcast recording, the idea I have is sort of a, a, not really a TED talk, but sort of that type of presentation about Star Trek. So the challenge I'm going to issue to listeners um, is... What would you want to see in a presentation like that, because obviously TED Talks are personal on some level, but they tie into a greater subject matter but I think that that's something that we could make entertaining and uh, and also very relevant to Star Trek as it exists uh, or has existed over the last fifty years so what do you, what
3: do you think about that I think that's very interesting it'll be uh it'll be it'll be very cool to see what people 's initial thought is on it so um Anybody listening to the Trek Geeks podcast outtakes this week, please leave your comments over at Camp Kittimer, blah, 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 blah. But, or uh, it, it can hit us anywhere, whether it's social anywhere,
1: media yeah. or email or yeah. um, you know, podcast at trekgeeks.com or, or wherever they want. They can leave us a, a voicemail and Skype. Yeah. But I'm just going to sort of throw that idea out there to germinate. I, I have mm-hmm. a couple of ideas in mind, but I'm curious to see what people think if they make it this far into the outtake.
3: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, <that's> <laughs> which is a risk. It's a risk anytime. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm shutting off right now. Bye. <laughs> oh, it's the best show ever. <laughs> um,
1: so, yeah, that was just a sort of an idea I had. I, and you and I can talk about that more offline. But uh, I was sort of playing through it during the drive home because I, I don't know what – I really don't know what it was that gave me the idea either. You could up sort with of good ideas from
3: time to time. Yeah, we came up with a, a really good one today, which we'll be talking about when we record the show here in a few minutes. Which people have already will have heard by the time they get to the outtake. Wow, that's really just weird hard, really hard to wrap my head around. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's sort of timey wimey. <laughs> yeah, uh, Doctor Doctor Brown and the DeLorean going eight eight miles an hour.
1: Yeah, no, let's pick some good time travel.
3: All right, come oh. a long way for the power of Genesis. Wow, oh. <laughs> come a
1: long
4: way for the power of Genesis. Oh. <laughs>
1: And for anyone asking, that was actually
3: Bill and not Dan. Yeah, yes, that's true. Yeah, I, I'm sure everybody knew that, Bill. Why? Wow, you're a jerk. <laughs> I hate, I'm going to take my Spartan
1: medal, which is very heavy, and beat you across the I was going to say, you could
3: swing it. that across the – the uh, like do a whip shot and just probably just smash my temple right in.
1: Oh, oh
3: my God. I'm giving you good ideas.
1: Oh, you just – you made my day. I'm going to daydream about this for, for weeks, weeks. on end make my day so hey so if you can believe this or not Mm. um thanksgiving is next week
3: i don't believe it really
1: thanksgiving in the united states i should say for Mm. for people who listen around the world and so i'm going to put you on the spot and uh since we're in the outtake and we can do whatever we want in this part of the show um what are you what are you thankful for by way of the podcast this year dan
3: you are putting me on the spot um it all comes down to you and me, man, to to be perfectly honest. I mean, we're doing something that, that we love based on our friendship, and and it has just continued to grow over the past year. Um, I think – I don't want this to sound selfish, but I, I'm really thankful for the recognition that we've gotten over this year. I mean, being invited to our first con to be a vendor just a few weeks ago at Albany was, was a tremendous honor. Um, I still can't believe – that we're doing what we're doing, and we get to have so much fun doing it. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> that's just kind of a long-winded answer, but it, it always will come back down to the to the, the base of this being your idea to do this. We've done it now. This is episode 160. 159er. Um, one one 159er, one uh, not including su- some of the supplementals we've done. So we've done a lot plus discovering Trek, and it's still amazing. I um I I
1: I can appreciate and agree with all that. I, I'm thankful for the fact that you finally gave in and said yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it took I mean, a year. <laughs> I mean it did. It it took a good solid year and I, beyond that I'm grateful that, that people actually click the download button or the subscribe yeah. button on a on now a daily basis because we see that all the time. So yeah. Um we could certainly do this and talk to nobody and still be just as entertaining to ourselves. But uh, Um, thank goodness for everybody who who downloads.
3: Yeah. I'm thankful for experiences, and I don't want to sound like we're beating a dead horse because we've talked about it a few times. I'm thankful for experiences like Emily in Albany a couple weeks ago. Mm. Young young girl listening for the first time, really enjoying the show, really enjoying Star Trek, and we get to see that love of a new show like Star Trek through the eyes of someone who's only 12 or 9. Uh, however old, nine. She is, nine. nine years old. And to me, that's very special. Um, we watched at a time when we were that age, but now that we're adults, we get to see what that reaction is on the young generations. And I think that's really very special. So that, that whole experience with her and her dad a couple of weeks ago is something that I'm extremely st- thankful for because it's something that I have not experienced before. And I really, really loved it.
1: Well, if you've made it this far in the podcast and have listened to two old geeks bloviate about what they're thankful for, uh, truly, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for being here each and every episode. It means the world to us, and um, Jerkface, if you're ready, we're going to do this.
3: Shut your head. (laughs) (laughs) Bing bong. Bing bong. Vacation boy.
1: Uh, that is true as people hear this. I am on vacation.
3: And Dan doesn't like you more than usual.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, uh, uh, water is wet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's great. You deserve it. Um, this is a yearly thing for you, and uh, I hope you have a great trip.
1: Headed down to uh, the... The Peach State, Peachtree State, Georgia, mm-hmm. and um, we are going to uh, spend some time with family for the uh, U.S. Thanksgiving holiday. I'm very excited.
3: That's awesome, and and you know I can I can feel great about it, and wish you all the best, and have a great time. Because when you get back the following week, at the end of the week, I will be heading to Disney. So, <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm happy about that.
1: Uh, congratulations! Thank um, you. You'll still be suffering through work for the next week while I'm gone.
3: Well, two days. <laughs> two days. That's all right. I can yeah, we'll see. And I don't we'll have see. to commute with you, so plus right there. So um, it's a win-win. Nobody is more acutely aware of that than I. Hey, it's a win-win, baby. That's
1: yeah, all your good. face is a win-win. I
3: am well aware of that, too. Thank you. See, you full compliments today, and I appreciate that. Uh, I
1: uh, I don't know what I was thinking. I think I got post-gym brain.
3: I <laughs> was the gym. Fantastic. No. Yeah yeah um sue and i will be going at 8 a.m on thanksgiving morn nice yes yeah uh m's going to be down from maine and we're going to see if he wants to go with us and i think my sister's going to join us as well my brother-in-law is a big fat baby and he won't go <laughs>
1: <laughs> does he he listen to the podcast at no all?
3: but i might have listened to this one <laughs> nice yep nice yep uh, So, yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, It'll be good to get up early and go do that and and get the juices flowing before we head over to the sisters for the day.
1: Well, then you get the rest of the day ahead of you, which is good, too. Yeah,
3: yeah. And then we're going to go up to Maine on Friday and get some more stuff out of storage because that's what we do.
1: We're going to work out actually a couple of times while we're down in Georgia. Mm -hmm. So Good. um, Yeah, it'll be good. Got to work off those Thanksgiving calories somehow. My word. I'm not going to eat, I don't think. (laughs)
3: <laughs> You're such a liar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have celery and cream cheese. I know that.
1: <laughs> what? Ooh, why celery? Ooh.
3: I love celery and cream cheese. It's something my mom has made since I was a kid. It's got olives in it, olive and the cream cheese, and she puts it on the celery. I could eat like 30 stalks of that stuff, man. I love it.
1: I hate celery and I hate olives. <laughs>
3: <laughs> then I'll have yours.
1: <laughs> so just back some cream cheese up onto my plate, and I'll be fine. I'll just eat it plain. There you go. Excellent. Okay. I, I don't even need a bagel. Nothing. <laughs> just
3: right out of the bowl. Just scoop it right into my mouth. Mm, that's good stuff. I love cream cheese. <laughs> that's good, good, good. But hair in your chest. That's good stuff. <sighs> what else is going on?
1: Uh I was going to ask you the same question.
3: I just, uh, right before we came up to record tonight, I just happened to be flipping through the sta- the stations as Sue and I were eating dinner. And on BBC America, uh, TNG cause and effect was on.
1: Oh, it was. I was channel surfing. So good. During dinner and saw that. Yeah. Um, I, I like the fact that TNG is on BBC America, but I hate that they edit the hell out of those episodes. Yeah,
3: they do. I, Yeah, but uh, this one I, I just watch to enjoy. I just love it. And whenever that's on, I can't help but think of Morehouse and his face. The Enterprise has been caught in a temporal causality loop. And it's like, hey, that's on his show. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jim. Big jerk. <laughs> Why are you calling Jim a big jerk? No, I was looking at you in the laptop. Uh, nobody's going
1: to know that. I just told him. Yeah, because it sounds like you're calling Jim a
3: big jerk. Jim knows that I think he's just a dandy kind of guy. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Don't put words in my mouth. I don't have to. You did
1: for me. (laughs) Right. You did for me. So, do you have any. Thanksgiving traditions or anything like that? Or aside from the whole the celery stalks with cream cheese and olives?
3: <laughs> um, I would say traditions, no. I don't think so. Not really. We just always get together. We used to get together at my mom's house um, up on Browning, of course, growing up. And then as we got older, but then they sold the house. So um, we now do it at uh, my sister's. And we're going to take Christmas for the first time this year, which is... Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're going to have everybody over Christmas. But we're going to go over Donna's. We'll just chill out, um, have a good afternoon, relax, maybe see what's going on with the NFL on, on Thanksgiving Day. But nothing super nothing super traditiony. We don't have like a turkey egg hunt or anything like that, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> a turkey egg hunt? What the hell is that? I don't know. I was just mixing in a couple of holidays there, and that's what came <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say. <A> turkey. So... <laughs>
1: We uh we obviously go to my sister's in in Georgia every year, and in the town she resides in, they have a a giant Christmas tree lighting Thanksgiving night. Yes, and so we go to that, mm-hmm. and then we go back to my sister's house for pie. So um. it's become a, a great tradition. We go to this; it kicks off our holiday season every year, and uh, it's just it's a bunch of fun. I mean, Santa shows up, all the kids go crazy. Um, you know, there's pie. Who doesn't love pie? Pie is good. Pie's Team good. pie. Yeah. Team pie. And then, um, I guess, uh, Sunday night football. I'm sorry, uh, Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the, the Falcons are playing. So everybody oh. down there is going to want to watch the Falcons. Oh, so. yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But I mean, usually we'll break out some cards or whatever and, and do that kind of thing. It's always a, a fun week. And it really just gets my holiday season off on the right foot.
3: Nice. That's great. It, um, I'll be starting a new tradition this year. Uh, I will be making chocolate peppermint martinis for everyone on Thursday, uh, with special uh, peppermint Hershey kisses melted to do the ring around the the martini glass, topped off with peppermint whipped cream that we found at the store the other day. Wow. It's going to be good. Lady Godiva chocolate in there and uh, chocolate uh, liqueur. It's going to be pretty awesome. That sounds fantastic. Hey, speaking of the NFL, let's go off on an NFL tangent for a quick second here in the outtake because it's always fun to talk about. Did you see what happened to Alex Smith yesterday? I watched it live. Okay. I did not see it. I will not watch the video. But have you heard all the similarities about what happened with Theismann? That it was 33 years to the day that the score was exactly the same and that Theismann was there at the stadium yesterday?
1: (laughs) The yard line was the same, too.
3: Oh, my God. Was it? (laughs) Yeah.
1: But unlike Theismann, it wasn't a compound fracture. Uh, In in the 80s, you saw Theismann's bone leave his leg. Yes. And you did not see that with Alex Smith.
3: Mm. Um, Like a pencil.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, not, uh, not fun. Yum. Uh, Alex Smith has a long road ahead yes, of him. Yes, he does. Sports Talk brought to you by Trek Geeks.
3: That's, a, that's all I have to say about that, Forrest. That's good, because
1: I'm sure that the, uh, the listeners who tuned out at this point of the outtake um, are very happy to hear that.
3: Bill, I gotta, I'm going to tell you, the listeners never tune out because of your mellifluous tones.
1: The listeners do tune out when you start talking about sports ball
0: dummy
3: oh you lit up like that's because i switched screens Ooh, dark it was light it was dark it was light oh, dark. go back it was to light, dark <laughs> go back to dark wow thanks
1: you <laughs> <laughs> you have a face for the for the, the dark of
3: night thank you, thank, really you. Do. thank you so much yeah you uh you ready to do this there uh, jerk face? yeah because the sooner we start the sooner we can be done oh music to my ears
1: <laughs> bing bong Hey, wow, I'm so glad you're excited to be here.
3: (laughs) Well, 160 episodes, same thing with you over and over. I mean, hey, buddy, how you
1: doing? Let's be honest. You don't (laughs) care because you're headed to Disney in the morning as we record this. Yep. (laughs) You're headed to the rat infested home. I'm sorry, the, the house of the mouse. Wow. That is Walt Disney world in Orlando, Florida.
3: I am very excited. Um, it's just a long weekend, but uh, Rebecca's not going to be able to come home for Christmas this year because school is busy and she's got a lot going on. So we said, you know what, let's, let's go down there for a long weekend to see her. Cause we haven't seen her in a while. So I can't wait. I'm looking forward to seeing her and spending some time with her and just, you know, it's the fact that we get to stay on Disney property while we're there is kind of a bonus. Nice, that's yeah. that's pretty exciting. I'm jealous because you're going to get to see it all decorated for Christmas. Oh, first time in all the times that we've gone down since Sue and I have been together and married, we have never seen the Magic Kingdom decorated up with the eight gazillion Griswold-like Christmas lights from Christmas vacation. <laughs> and we're going to get to see it for the first time this weekend. So I am absolutely thrilled. I can't wait.
1: I, I, sense the, the possibility of a new, you know, holiday season tradition for you two. You could go the first weekend of December every year and do a long weekend because you guys are empty nesters.
3: Now I, we could go down every weekend for that matter. <laughs>
1: anyway. <laughs> no, no, back, you know, in my, uh, in, in the days at the, uh, in, uh, independently owned mutual fund company that you and I both used to work for. Mm. Um, I would go to Las Vegas the first weekend in December every year with a bunch of guys from that place because that was the weekend we all got our bonuses. Ah. And that see. was a tr- I did that for six or seven years. Oh,
3: okay. Well, that's cool.
1: But this seems like a tradition that is much more fun and speaks to who you two are because you guys just love Disney so much.
3: I proposed to her down there. Uh we go down there at that. least once. A- yeah, we um uh the first time we went down there together. Um, I proposed to her on top of the contemporary rest, uh, hotel at the, uh, restaurant, at the California grill, they have a uh, walkway that you can go outside and overlook the magic kingdom and right there. Boom. Oh, wow. That's so awesome. And it works out pretty good because they don't have any railings on the California grill. So if she had said, <laughs> no, I could have just pitched myself over and it would have been just as good.
1: Thankfully she didn't <laughs> pitch herself over because you asked. <laughs>
3: That's, true. That's I, true. I feel
1: the same way about where I proposed to my wife. It was at the fountains outside the Bellagio in Las Vegas. Yes. And there is a railing there, but you could he, he leap over it quite easily. <laughs>
3: That's, yeah, it was great. We got back and uh, I had actually talked to the wait staff ahead of time and we got back and there were two champagne glasses and a special chocolate dessert with congratulations. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was a, oh, a night to remember. So were they paying attention to find out whether she said <laughs> yes or not?
1: Because, okay, let, let's paint a picture like, you know, mirror universe, <laughs> you know, or not even you guys. Let's say it's two other people. Mm-hmm. Guy proposes to girl. She says, no, they come in and sitting at the table is a big old chocolate. Congratulations. Cake of champagne. it's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry.
3: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that at Disney they probably don't get too many of those, especially at the California Grill.
1: Yeah, probably. That's a good point.
3: Yeah, the best meal <laughs> to this day that I've ever had in my life is from the California Grill.
1: Was it that night?
3: Or no, it was not. It was a different night. We, we, I was we just curious. I've there a few times. It was a bison steak. Underneath was a mushroom risotto and parsnips around the side of the plate. It was. It's the best meal I've ever had to this day.
1: I hope that, uh, that, that Mr. Champion, uh, is listening to this Mm -hmm. because he loves food. Yes. Especially on Star Trek podcasts, Especially he does it on his own. Mm -hmm. But, uh, that sounds absolutely delightful. I have to say.
3: So with champion, you, you take Star Trek podcast, you take food and you take Disney three things that in his life are like, Oh my God. And he's probably drooling all over himself right now.
1: He probably is. Um, yeah. And I am too. God, that's, that sounds delicious.
3: Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: no no comment no comment (laughs) i um so thanksgiving was fantastic
3: yes you had a good time down in 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 the state of ga had a great time uh the the peach tree state
1: um the the state that you know someday i i will spend a lot more time in if if all goes well and uh we had to cut our short our our trip home short because our dog came down with a a urinary tract infection
2: so Aber.
1: Yeah, poor kid. I mean, she's just uh, she's recovering from it. I mean, she's she's clearly doing better. There there's nothing serious. It's just uh she was not in a good way when we were gone, so we cut our trip short and came back and uh just to uh to to give her some love, back to health and and she's let's just say she's feeling her inner puppy today.
3: Maybe she faked it because she missed you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I find that hard to believe.
3: <laughs> I know I fake a UTI when I miss you. There
1: are a lot of things you fake. <laughs> Your face, uh, not what no, I was going for, but no, I'll take it. That's all right. Okay, we'll keep our our clean rating.
3: <laughs> good idea. Good idea. Good. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you. Looking forward to this discussion, man.
1: This is going to be a great one. I um, I I well, it, it's always great to talk to Vic. I mean, you know, but uh, it's different because before we'd always talk about continues, which is something you know he's uh, created. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's his show, whereas this is is not a book he wrote. I mean, yes, he's putting together the audiobook, book, but um, this is this is history. Yeah. Star yeah. Trek history, certainly. And, and, and not, the Jack-
3: not the J- Michael Jackson album either. Uh,
1: wait a tick. There's a Michael Jackson album called History.
3: It's actually capital H.I.S. So it's his story. History. Does that
1: story involve wine oh, in a boy. Coke can <laughs> given to children?
3: I don't remember that track, but I haven't listened to it in a while.
1: <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't remember it, including the people who had <laughs> the aforementioned wine in Coke cans.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: No. Wait, is that the album that's got like a uh, an artist rendering of a, him, a giant statue of him on the cover? Exactly correct. Oh, he was not an
3: egomaniac at all, was he? <laughs> Uh, Yeah, there's too many of those in the world these days so let's play a little game
1: Uh let's assume that dan davidson is a multi-platinum recording artist okay let's say you've got an amazing amount of talent much like the king of pop okay let's say you put out an album called history or his story whichever you prefer Hmm. what would your album cover look like
3: oh i i've never even thought of that uh well, you're thinking it would, about it now, Monfaire. It would have a picture of the camp. Interesting. Because that's that's Suanai's most favorite place on the planet. But no statue of of Dan Davidson is what you're saying. Well, you know how we have the big rock. I've told you about the big rock at the camp about Yeah, yeah. that would be carved into a big giant statue of me. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Holding a um baby ostrich in one hand. <laughs> And the head of Kirk in the other.
1: (laughs) I would want to topple that statue like the one of Saddam Hussein. That's all I'm saying.
3: See it going down. (laughs) Kirk. All
1: right, there, jerk face. You ready to do this?
3: I am ready. Bing bong.
1: You sound sound like Dan Garcia looks.
3: (laughs) I'll tell you what, man. This week has been brutal.
1: Hello, Mr. (laughs) Garcia.
3: Hello. Oh, Dan's on the outtake too.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's here.
3: He's here.
0: Hi 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 Dan. Great to have you. Uh, hello. <laughs> Notice that uh we're keeping that video off so yes. you don't see my seven thirty in the morning face and I appreciate that. What time Not as much up? as we
1: do. What time did you get up to uh to attend to this uh luxurious recording today?
0: Oh well let's see. Uh we started at seven thirty in the wife Woke me up at 7.20.
1: <laughs> now, here's here's the
0: real question. Uh, is she still in bed? No, she's in the kitchen about 10 feet from me reading her phone. Oh, oh that's so sweet. We love
1: her. She's so amazing.
0: Yeah. She's, yeah, the, it, she's the best Garcia around. That she's the only Garcia that we love. <laughs> I can understand that she's a better person than I am. Yeah, oh. yeah by far, by nope. far. Don't we be so a, hard on yourself. You're a tremendous slouch. <laughs> <laughs> we had a late late night last night. We had our Star Trek Adventures RPG game. So our nice. uh, house was full of guests. And I proceeded to not kill any of their characters last night, which they appreciate. <laughs> so, so is this like D&D for Star Trek? Sure is. Oh, nice. wow. That's kind of neat. Yeah, they are. They are running a campaign. The my uh, my one friend is the CEO, and the wife is the XO, executive officer, and uh, they are currently. <laughs> so we started the campaign, and they were getting their butts handed to them by all the NPC ships. So yeah. I had to modify the campaign. So they have a they have a Kira class vessel with a modified. Uh, weapons pod little weapons pods on the back of the ship and it has docking clamps and they have a section 31 defiant that cloaks and docks there and they fly around all normal and shoot bad guys and then they go on secret section 31 missions by launching their defiant that nobody knows about oh wow that's that's pretty cool
1: if memory serves i think that dayton ward wrote some of the storyline for this game
0: Uh, I think he does have, he did have input. I have the book next to me. I had to pull it out, but there are several things in the book and I have, I mean, most of it's a native campaign that I wrote, but there's some things I've I've twisted around and modified, but uh, they enjoy themselves. I mean, one minute they're all like, go Federation, everything's happy, go lucky. And the next minute it's, oh, look, now we're going to go over here and uh, sneakily take technology with our cloaky ship. Sneakily
3: and cloaky. I like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, our, our our captain's a little uh, shoot first, ask questions later, so I had to give him something to, to use to shoot and and, and tinker with his, his methodology without breaking the Star Trek rules. So that's why I gave him the Section 31 modified Akira uh, type vessel.
1: Uh, Mr. Davidson, I don't think you're in any position to give anyone crap about the words they come up with on the fly.
3: That's why I
0: said it, dummy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dummy, i'm gonna start I've, yeah, okay so i got two dans on this recording so <laughs> i think that i'm gonna refer to davidson as dan prime and i'm gonna refer to garcia as mirror dan nice how did, do we like
0: mirror. this well no i i do currently have a little bit okay. of facial hair because oh. the wife prefers that when i do parties and stuff in my suits so i see she, she, so uh yes he is older than me so he can be prime <laughs> <laughs> nice. hey, he's not that much older than you is he hey one day is just as good as five years <laughs> that's true
1: it's like well, he's two weeks o- you're he's two weeks older than me so i mean
0: wow, i'm not the
1: oldest yeah you are you are oh
0: okay it just means he's got one step closer to you know the final resting place than the rest of us <laughs> <laughs> only, not, if <laughs> only if we're lucky only oh. so, if we're lucky wow so,
1: so, Dan, for the record, we'd like to state that you were at least the 15th most favorite admin at Camp Kittimer.
0: Yeah, um, I was the replacement after, like, the previous 14. Well, guys... there,
1: were, there were a whole bunch of people who said no.
0: Yeah, um, I figured that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> And one of them was Dan Prime. <laughs> because he didn't want to do a Facebook group initially. Right. Um, because, you know all the work and all the trolls and all that stuff but i think you were at least at, at the number 15 or 16 slot on the people we could ask board
0: congratulations well, i appreciate i appreciate it however <laughs> you know sometimes i don't make it easy for you you too so it's okay uh, oh, don't, it I, don't, I, don't i know it
1: don't i know it it, it balances you acquire, out.
0: baby <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm 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 sometimes the voice of unreason. But it's okay. Right. Yes. So, Bill, I have an unrelated
3: question that I wanted to bring up in this morning's conversation before we begin. Yes. And that was the uh tete-a-tete between you and my lovely bride over Christmas vacation last night. I wouldn't even call it a tete-a-tete. Um she just said <laughs> she
1: liked it or she hated it and I'm like what yeah and that was really all it came to I know I thought it was um, fun
3: to watch though especially uh, your inconceivable it didn't really go on very long I know I told her to stop it
1: why does she hate it I she don't know told her to stop it like she's gonna <laughs> <listen to you. laughs>
3: um I don't think she likes that type of humor um, as much as as you and I do uh, so yeah I mean she she won't watch breaking bad because it's too stressful so she has those those levels of Of what she will and will not appreciate. And and Chevy Chase humor, I think, is one of the things that she will not appreciate. So
1: we're gonna have the hap hap happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby Tap Dance with Danny F and K. Absolutely. I love the movie. Oh, it's one of my favorites. I think it's fantastic. And how did you like our shirts last night? She
3: did like the shirts. She thought the shirts were pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know,
0: Margot.
3: (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Uh Mirror,
1: Dan, do you have a favorite Christmas movie?
0: Mm, I like a lot of the classics when my uh, when my dad used to show me them. But yeah. it's, it's uh, like the Lemon Drop Kid. He used to have VCR tapes that wow. had two, you know, like f- oh, yeah. 50s, 40s yeah. Christmas movies. And we would watch it. The, I mean, to be honest with you, there was the most modern one he had was uh, Jacqueline Smith. Uh, one, one from the 1980, like 83, 84. But otherwise, it was all uh, uh, Bob Hope and uh, Bing Crosby. And he'd go through them just about every year. He'd start about mm, 16th or 17th and then play all the way through the 25th. So yeah. I don't know. I think Lemon Drop Kid is probably one of my favorites. But, wow. you know, that is not, that is you know, nowadays, that's not commonly known Christmas mm-hmm. movie.
1: No, not at all. In fact, I I last heard of it maybe decades ago.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. What's that? What about you? What's yours? Uh, It has to be White Christmas. Okay. And I really only came into loving that one about 18 or 20 years ago. I went down at uh, my sister's house in Georgia, and they had put it on like the day after Christmas. And I had never seen it before. And I was just, I mean, I love Bing Crosby. I love Danny Kay. I love Rosemary Clooney. And she is fantastic in this movie, and it's just it's it's awesome. And at the end, you start to get the feels like is it, is it dusty in here, or is it just me? <laughs> um, you know. So, but it's just it's so classic. I got to see it on the big screen a few years ago as part of the uh, the 60th anniversary of the movie, and uh, it was it was just as good, if not better, than the first time I saw it. So
3: nice, cool. How about you? Uh, it's a toss up, depending on the mood. Um, a Christmas Story, which Sue got me into about a dozen years ago i had never seen before then which i absolutely love and can watch like watch it rewind it so to speak quote unquote and then watch it again and interestingly enough i think the holiday is a fantastic film
1: i Uh, don't know that one
3: it's it's a newer one it's got um cameron diaz jack black um the girl from titanic whose name is escaping me right now kate winslet Uh, yeah, Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz is an L.A. movie trailer writer, and Kate Winslet is in London, and they swap houses for two weeks because they want to get away from where they are. It's a romantic comedy, but it's it's really well done. And the guy who plays Dumbledore in the new Fantastic Beasts is is in it as well. It's really good. So... You you
1: punch a couple of items on the list. You got a rom-com and you got a Christmas movie. Um, yeah. that, that, what about Love Actually? Do you like that one?
3: I haven't seen it in a long time, but I do remember when I saw it, I really enjoyed it. I got to watch it again. Bill Nye's in that, so I would love to see it anyway because he's awesome.
1: Not the science oh, guy. Oh, the other guy. Oh, right, right. The other guy. Yeah. <laughs> the, guy, the guy you love from,
3: uh, from... Underworld and Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Oh, I forgot he was in Underworld. That's right.
3: Yes. Victor. Oh, oh, you're, all,
1: you're almost very bill sadler there oh thank you that's a that's quite a compliment
4: I mean, I not in, more,
1: i'm more i'm more ruck today though not in know. not in looks because bill sadler is a pretty hunky
0: guy but he is um, <laughs> i did not remember this but when you guys had that conversation with him i pulled up his imd page imdb page yeah and realized he was death in bill and ted totally absolutely he was he sunk his battleship. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, I, I mean, I, I forget how old that movie is. That movie's coming up on thirty years old now, and it just means we're getting older.
1: So, uh, speak for yourself. I, I plan to never get old. That's
0: fantastic. too late. Um, yeah. <sighs> <sighs>
1: wow. Yeah. All right, boys, you ready to do this?
3: Let's do this. Ready? We'll have some fun, right. yo.
1: Here we go. And if you guys want to start your audacity, if you're ready, in three, two one go recording recording fantastical you guys are beautiful recording i'm
2: only only semi-pro (laughs)
1: yeah you're a total pro low total (laughs) pro and here you are for an outtake too that's even better i'll throw
3: that out there
2: i forgot i gotta worry about what i'm saying
3: i haven't even started (laughs) talking yet and already you're you're you know over Shadowing me, so congratulations. The best part is you haven't started talking yet.
1: Let's be honest.
3: <laughs> How are you guys?
1: Doing good. I'm. I'm great. I mean, we've got the lovely and talented Norman Lau here, so I mean, we should uh, we should talk
3: about him. He looks fantastic too. You look fantastic. And Bill, take a screenshot of this right now so oh. that we can put that out there. Done.
2: All right. <laughs> that was my really lame like Vulcan eyebrow. <laughs> I guess I'm not playing enough softball or whatever they were doing. Uh, (laughs) Take me me out to the softball suite.
1: I I was going to say it was just, uh, it was your blue steel.
3: (laughs) There you go. There you go. A little Zoolander
2: reference there. I am wearing blue. Yep. Yeah. So,
3: so Bill, I have a, a Disney Trek geek story to share on, on today's outtake, which was quite cool. You mean like right now? Sure. Why not? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, So so we're at Disney this weekend. Fantastic weather. Fantastic time. And I believe we were at Hollywood Studios, and we were walking towards the area where we would get on the tram to go to the entrance. And it's all completely under construction, so it's all different than what it normally is. The, the tram drop-off point is in a completely different place, and this, that, and the other thing. So we're walking towards the thing, and a tram is going by. And I'm just watching, and there's a guy on the end of one of the trams, and he's going by. He looks at me. And he looks at my T-shirt, and as he's going away, he goes, Hey, Trek geeks, and keeps going. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, no. So, yeah, so we may have had a, a listener at Disney at the same time I was there, which was which was kind of cool, I'm not going to lie. That's uh, that's
2: so random. It
3: is. It is that, random.
2: That's awesome. Or e- either that or he was just practicing reading for that day.
3: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Norm, for, for completely bursting well, my bubble.
2: I, <laughs> I think you're really bubbling a long time ago. You know, much like, much like Julian needed Miles, you know, mm. to get out of Sloane's head, you guys could yes. get out of someone else's head. I guess maybe Dan's. Wow. Okay, yeah. Being uh, in Dan's
1: head is a bit like being in Sloane's head. know yeah. lots uh, of information in there. Uh, lots of papers just strewn all about, and most of them are from coloring books yes. or cows.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Random thoughts just yeah. they just pop out.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Okay, so, uh. So Norm, it's it's been a long time since you've been here on the uh, on the the Trek Geeks podcast. I had to think of the name of my own show there for a second. I don't do well with these things. I <laughs> think oh, <yeah>. um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you were,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, you were last on for episode one hundred,
3: um, a long time ago. And I think this is what 162, 163? one six two, Dan, one six three, six something. Once it's not one six nine or I know that it's one six three. It is. Wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Let's um. And uh, you guys have gotten so, like, colossally, galactically awesome since well, me. I don't know about that.
1: Well, yeah. I I like to think we got colossally awesome because of you.
2: Well, I'm not going to, you know, I'll take some credit. Mm-hmm. I won't take all the credit, but I'll take some credit at least for the portions that I talked about.
1: <laughs> you get more credit than Dan does. I'm just throwing it out there. Absolutely. Yes. Well, that, that was, was a lot of fun. That
2: was that was a big episode. I was I was really honored for you guys to have me on. That was that was a big deal.
1: It's still to date is one of our most downloaded episodes. And I, I heard from somebody just the other day who said that they're actually on their fifth listen of it. Whoa. And yeah, yeah no. And I'm like, um, I've had some people tell me that it's it's probably one of the best podcast episodes they've ever heard. And I'm like going, uh, thank you, one. But two, do you listen to a lot of podcasts? <laughs> this is not serial. <laughs>
2: wait, wait, these aren't different podcasts. These are just different episodes. I'm only listening to one podcast. <laughs> Oh, oh sorry uh, however however i do I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna credit all of that to you guys and to Vic because you know Vic was on that show, so mm-hmm. yeah, you know I was just um I was mouth piecing <laughs> <laughs> you nice were a uh,
1: you were hired help is what you're saying
2: yes yes
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we um uh, we we talked to Vic again last week he's doing the uh the these are the voyages audio book for the mark Cushman really. Yes, and you may know two people who do voices on that audiobook.
3: Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you might hear us. Uh. Yeah, there's a
2: there's a hint here. I'm not quite getting. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I think it's the goofy laugh that may have sold it for you.
0: I was yeah. Captain Pike. I was Captain <laughs> Pike. <laughs>
3: what
1: are these? Spoilers? Is this a spoiler alert for the fans? No, no, no. This is uh, this is out in the in the wild. Uh, this information. So mm-hmm. it's uh Ooh, sweet. Yeah. I got to do Gary Lockwood and Dan got to do Jeff Hunter. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. It was very cool. Super. So it's very intimidating to do voice work for a guy who has done legendary voice work projects.
2: <laughs> okay, so I, I know this is your guys' show but got to ask you a question like up Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there one particular thing that you learned about voice recording that you didn't know before from Vic specifically?
1: Um it's hard.
0: That's you know, what I'm sorry I couldn't. I couldn't.
1: No, it's it it, it. it seems like it would be deceptively simple. I mean, you show up, you you do a voice, you read the lines. No, I mean, there's things you have to take into account, like you know whether this is part of a conversation or you know whether or not this is just sort of an off the off hand comment. Or you want to be sure you don't read things too fast, Dang. or you don't want to do it too slow. I mean, there's a lot of variables. It's it, it's really kind of amazing. You know, you're sitting there recording and and seeing yourself am I am I doing this right? Is he going to hate this? And mm. uh, it's 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 stressful.
3: Uh, do you, don't you think so Dan? Well, I'm I'm going to pat you on the back Bill um because from my understanding you only had to do one take and Vic said yours was fantastic. Me on the other hand, it's amazing the simplest of sentences can be interpreted differently by different people every single one of them can be different. So as I would read something I I would ask Vic for feedback on how it sounded, and he goes, "Well, try to inflect here and try to inflect here." So it's different ways of the actual dialogue. And of course, he's a master, so I did exactly what he wanted. But I gotta admit, uh, I gotta agree with Bill; it's intimidating. But at the same time, it was an incredible experience, and I think I did five takes.
2: <laughs> Still, though, I mean, you were amongst friends. You know, I mean, <laughs> it was there. I mean, did so? How many times did you have to actually say sabotage? <laughs> Trong, you good say sabotage. I say sabotage. Sabotage. <laughs> sabotage.
1: I gotta say, your your Kirk is pretty good, Norm. I'm not gonna lie. Dance very is good. not bad, but you uh, you're right up there, my friend.
2: Yes. Well, I have to put it under dress for several years.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: very good. Very good. So we work with a guy who <laughs> just occasionally will throw random lines at Dan. Mm-hmm. And uh, and every now and then he'll just walk by and Dan will just respond in with the next line in the same scene and he just is like that's just amazing.
3: And <laughs> Dan, if he if he doesn't get the line right, he knows it. <laughs> he hears it from Dan.
2: Oh yeah. You know, like what do you to practice you um, to hone your skills with a with a impression of any kind is to do other like movies that you know really well. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. um, the Nazis wore gray. You wore blue. <laughs> <laughs> doing Casablanca in Rick's, you know.
3: Wow. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Dad like likes that.
2: to do uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger just saying random things. Yeah, I
3: tell you, it's great. You're going to be on the podcast tonight. It's going to be great. And we're going to go backstage. We're going to pump some iron. It's going to be
0: great. Build such a jerk face.
2: We got to get out of here. Yeah.
3: Get the hell out of here.
2: Everybody down. <laughs> it's not a tumor.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
3: Correct
2: your enemy. See them driven before you. Hear the lamentation of
3: <laughs> uh,
1: I'm dying over here. All right, are you clowns ready to do this? Yeah. Dylan,
2: Freedom. you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's right. That's a matter of picking too many pencils. <laughs> <laughs> Make it
1: easy on yourself, Dutch. You? <laughs> I promise I will not kill anyone. Get, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Wow. Oh, God. All right, pre-roll whenever you're ready to Okay.
4: Music for Trek Geeks is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing one song for each episode of the original series. Download their music at fiveyearmission.net. Trek Geeks, a Star Trek podcast, is a production of Coconut Media Works, executive producer Bill Smith. For even more Star Trek discussion, check out Discovering Trek, a Star Trek Discovery Companion, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and DiscoveringTrek.com.